Mutiny Radio listeners out there. It's time for the AltaCast. It's high noon on a Wednesday here at Mutiny Radio. I will be joined momentarily by Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth. Yay! She's back! We're here! We're all here together. I believe that Shake will be joining us as well. You might remember him from last week. A new show coming up, the Anti-Whack Show on Fridays from 10 to midnight. Exciting stuff. Uh, so he'll be here running the board with us. Supposedly, we're going to be getting a call from old dumb face himself, Steve Poggi. Hopefully going to check up with him, see how he's doing, Give us hopefully giving us a call from the wild and middle hinterlands of Missouri. Uh, he might be giving us a call. Like I said, Latoya, the sheriff of truth in the house. So that is for you. I, I brought her a Kwanzaa gift. Did you did you um did you uh, celebrate. celebrate Kwanzaa yeah. this year? I thought that you were gonna do that. That's why yeah, I picked that I totally up for did. you. Um, it was fun. So Ant made that the artist, the I local it. crazy artist, and I I he was like, this is my new shirt, and I'm like, who am I gonna get this for? I know someone who's <laughs> celebrating Kwanzaa this year. Ha-ha. So thank you so much. I'm gonna give her a hug. You guys, can't yeah, see yay, yay, yay! Thank you for the coffee too. I you're welcome. Um, so I work Tuesday nights at uh, Counter Offer inside of Benders, and they are one of the uh, sponsors of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. God bless them. Both of them are Benders and Counter Offer. And last night. Why? Why did I decide to get two IPAs after work? Uh-oh. Why would I do that? I mean, th- that was dumb. Uh-oh. There was just no point. I mean, I got off work at 11 and I'm like, I'll finish this beer. And then I was like, I'll get another beer. And then I was like, I'll get another beer. What? Pam, come on. 11 o'clock, get off work and you're going to have two beers? <laughs> Not smart. And they're IPAs? Yeah, yeah, Racer Fives. Your favorite? My favorite. Well, I mean, I just like it. I like IPA. Why do I like IPA? Because it has more alcohol. I should not like IPA. I just, I feel like if you're going to be drinking, you might as well drink, right? And if you're going to be paying for a beer, you should get the one for that has the most alcohol in it for the, the smallest price. Get your money's worth. Get your money's worth. Well, I mean, if you're, if you're drinking, you're, if I'm drinking, I'm drinking, right? So today I'm wearing a baseball hat, which I never do, and um, hopefully old dumb face calls in. It would be exciting to hear. He said he has some big news. I am so scared that he's going to be like, I'm getting married. God. He better not. He better not. His girlfriend better not be pregnant. She's pregnant. I, I mean, he, but he's been wanting. We had that conversation when we were hanging out in... Um, Little Rock, Arkansas, that he's just decided he wants to have like seven children. I'm like, you, why would you do that? You have to buy them all iPhones. Um, Oh, the phone. Uh, Yeah, uh, we'll figure it out. It is the Altacast. Things are happening in the world. I have no idea what's happening because Latoya hasn't been here to let me know what's happening in the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, we've got. Is the government still shut down? Yeah, we're on day 16. We're on day 16. See, that was the whole thing. It's like last week. So there's going to be a guy joining us, too. His name is Shake. He's um, going to be. He's going to be doing um, training, so he'll be running the board and stuff. Yeah, we have a bunch of stuff to catch up. I had no, I mean, first of all, I didn't even know the government was shut down until my buddy Charity was like, yeah, the government shut down. My, um, 
her ex-wife works for the government she's like a ranger or something and she said oh yeah they're just not getting paid and I'm like so the people in the government aren't getting paid for their work no that's why they're having an issue with TSA and stuff right now and you know they're the most friendliest people and so basically a lot of them have been calling in sick working odd jobs because they can't get paid because they're not getting paid at the TSA wow wow and we're so funny about airline safety we're like we're just it's so fun I I don't think uh, who's gonna put a bomb in their shoes I I don't know I don't know that the whole the whole taking off the I but I feel terrible everyone should be paid for their work so I don't understand how this can be happening and that the president isn't we're, we're not in a full upscale revolt at this point like it's coming is it? It's coming. Mean, I have a feeling it's coming. It's got to. Because how many people have government jobs? Like so, like the FBI. Eight, that's eight hundred and fifty thousand people are not being paid right. Not now. Not being paid right now. Wow. And that's been before Christmas. Wow, since before Christmas, they're not getting. It's so, over. It's right there in front of you. Oh, yeah. the, wow, so, eight hundred and fifty. So, just shy of a million people yep. are not. Are not haven't been paid in going on three weeks now, and it all has something to do with the stupid ass border wall. What? Yes. I'm I'm sorry. I mean, I, I it has been it has been holiday time, and I have submerged myself in a bottle of IPA, and I've been coming out uh, for free ice cream days. But this is <laughs> this is crazy. It's been 16 days. People aren't getting paid, and we're not in a full scale revolt yet. When, I mean. I mean, and what does that look like? What about the what about people in the military? Are they get they're not getting paid? Because uh, the government, there's more than eight hundred fifty thousand people in the military, isn't there? Yeah, I don't know about. The <gasps> wow, are they on a separate budget? Are they considered federal employees? <gasps> I don't know. Um, wow, I should look that up though. Wow, what if the what if the this is exciting times? If if our if our government, if our government isn't paying our military, they're the ones with the guns. Like That's they should true. just be able to say, "Hey, man, we're not, we're not doing this. We're not playing this game." Well, I mean, the problem is too. Um, this is all for the border wall, and that border wall, the Democrats are breaking, which is good. We what? We, why would we want to spend money on that? It's, it's a waste so, of money, and we're gonna we're, we're gonna be paying for it. But also, too, now this makes Trump look bad. Oh, he had some stupid address last night. I don't know if you guys saw it. Basically, it turned into a fundraiser. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he basically was saying the same bullshit from like 2015. Like, we need to build this wall. You know, the immigrants are bringing drugs and stuff like blah, blah, blah. Horseshit, horseshit. Same shit. Um, And so, excuse me. So basically... He was saying that there's it, a GoFundMe. There's a Trump there's wall a, GoFundMe. Yeah, that that's been up for, I think for about a couple of months or so. What? Yeah. I oh, I hate America. I mean, I love that w- I can say that I love that we have free speech and that we can express ourselves and our just don't express yourselves about uh, uh, Palestine. You're not right. allowed to do yeah. that. You're not allowed to do that. Um, Either people will fund the wall. The campaign is set to max. 
that GoFundMe. I, I, I can't imagine who would he, who would give money. Oh, they, he, he, they're at a, like a mill something. And the thing is, like, and even last night, um, I didn't watch it because I was at work and I have better things to do because I would not want to watch that piece of shit talk about <gasps> nineteen million. That's at nineteen. Wow. Eight hundred thousand, two hundred. $926 of the $1 billion goal has been raised by 329,903 people in 23 days. Thanks to the 329,903 racists in our fucking country. Fuck you. Fuck this fucking wall. What the fuck? Um, hey, California used to be Mexico. This was Mexico, people. We just walked in. We're like, you know what? Manifest destiny. This bullshit. <laughs> Our country now. Yeah, it's a country. We're a country. We are cunts. <laughs> We've taken everyone's land. And now we're like, although we don't want the people. Build California. Although we can't survive without you. Okay. California needs to secede. We're done. I'm done with this bullshit. We are going to be friends with Mexico. Avocado is going to be our currency. Johnny Depp's <laughs> going to be our president. We're going to have pirates. We're going to own everything. We're going to have all of the... We've got all the weed. We've got all the weed. We've got all the agriculture. We've got That's the entertainment. True. We've got everything we need. Let's legalize prostitution. Let's get fucking high. Let's be friends with Mexico. Let's just... No border. I, I, I'm very excited. If, if Baja California could just be... like We're like, hey, we're a new country. We're Baja... We're Californian Baja California. <laughs> and we're like, we're all buddies. And we're like, let's bring them over for jobs. And let's have health care. We don't need a passport to woo! go to Mexico. We don't need a passport. I just okay, but I mean, yeah. Borders are a line on a map for who? For the people with money. Who decides? It makes me crazy. Like all of a sudden, California, like, oh, this is our land, and now we own. I own this land, and I'm going to build something on it, and now you're renting from me, and I'm the big landowner. Like, I'm the big slave owner. Exactly. I am. And then you know, can't believe I can't believe that there's 329,903 people that have donated 19. Almost twenty million dollars now. You know how many schools we could build for twenty million? You know how many yeah. people we could feed? The roads, you know, infrastructure. You know how we could the whole opiate problem. Remember when there used to be like people were dying from opiates? Oh, they, they still, still are. are. We could be giving this. We could be building hospitals. We could. We could, we could be having mental health. We could so be having much money. Education. Ninety million dollars, America. You fucking asshole. And now, and just imagine. Oh, and by the way, I was reading about the guy that started this GoFundMe. So. He, you know, my name is Brian Colflage. I'm yeah, that a verified dude. blue check Facebook page as a public figure. I'm a Purple Heart recipient. Yeah, triple amputee veteran. Whoa. Yeah, he's yeah. And that's why I hate them brown people. What? Sometimes I hate Negroes on the regular, but I like when they serve me. Yeah, right. <laughs> but he, oh so God. yeah, so it's funny. So there's 19 million here. Just imagine, just imagine what five billion can do for this country that because that's what he's asking for to build this stupid piece of shit this is i am very 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 unhappy about it um i'm gonna actually get we're gonna listen to this um ask cat here and uh while we get uh we'll get so we can we'll listen to this and then we can get shaken so he can run the board uh so what we need is uh, an extension for that which is over by the wall um just uh it'll it'll be a or or we can look it up or we can look it up on computer three okay uh, right there, that'll work. I can look at yeah, we can look it up. So yeah. we can. We're looking at this GoFundMe. This is from there's a, first. There's a terrible picture of a, 
uh, of 45. What a piece of dog shit he is. Uh, this is... The government has accepted large private donations before. Most recently, a billionaire donated $7.5 million to fund half of the Washington Monument repairs in 2012. This is no different. Except it's racist as fuck. Like a majority of those American citizens who voted to elect President Donald J. Trump, we voted for him to make America great again. Yeah, like the 50s. Throwback motherfuckers. It was great back when we could subjugate everyone. President Trump's main campaign promise was to build the wall. And he's followed through on just about every promise so far. So this project needs to be completed still. As a veteran who has given so much, three limbs, I feel deeply invested to this nation to ensure future generations have everything we have today. Too many Americans have been murdered by illegal aliens and too many illegals are taking advantage of the United States taxpayers with no means of ever contributing to our society. Fuck this guy. Um, by the way. Fuck this guy. Immigrants are not the problem. White supremacists are. Yeah, the those immigrants are the, aren't the problem. Those are the real terrorists. They're, well, and, and I'm domestic up. terrorists, like our, our own our own people. We can't we 19 almost 20 million dollars has been raised. And this is to build something ineffectual that doesn't matter anyway. Twenty million dollars. What we could do with $20 million. I mean, it only took $19 million to make Sausage Party. <laughs> I love making fun of Sausage Party. So, um, yeah, just, it's just look at the internet at the top. We could put in GoFundMe Trump. Oh, the, oh, the GoFundMe. Um, All right. Yeah, and then we'll watch that video, and then I'll, I'll um, we'll get Shake set up for the rest uh, to run the board on this. Uh, so, just to pull the, oh, it's, I just, I can't. Oh, go funk me. Uh, so you guys are listening to the Alticast here on MutinyRadio.fm. You can give us a call if you want to rant about this, 415-550-0511. I just, when I see things like this, it continues this divide that we have in our country. We're polarizing. I think we're it's... We're polarizing our country. I think it's going to get worse, especially with the shutdown. Um Let's see, there's a video. Yeah, play the video, but you have to turn the volume off the... Um, oh, whoops. Off the... Off the uh, Darn iTunes. it. you got to get the iTunes. I'm just pulling back the veil for you Mutiny Radio listeners. Uh, Go back, come on. So... Uh, so we're going to be right back. We're going to listen to this um, this asshat and his, <laughs> his, uh, his video. It's a little bit down, I think, if you scroll down. It's the video that's... There's a picture of him. Oh, it's not on this one. Come on. What the uh, fuck? Well, it's it's on mine over here on this computer, but we'd need an extension to be able to go through. Four. Is it this one? Uh, I, it could be. That's the guy. There, uh, there he is. Oh, All right. right. Let's listen to this. Veteran raises over 59, billion, or 59 million for border wall. Let's see. Are you going to come on? I, maybe it's a still picture. Well, that's pretty... Dumb. So I'm just going to put up some music and we'll be right back. Yeah. 
next guest started a GoFundMe campaign for President Trump's border wall, and in only 10 days, it has raised close to $18 million. He's almost there. Joining me now, Brian Colfage, an Air Force veteran who survived a triple amputation after being severely wounded in Iraq, earning a Purple Heart for his bravery. Brian, thank you so much for all you've done for this country and what you're doing now for this country. What gave you the idea for this fund? Uh, well, I think I was just upset with the way politicians were playing games with this wall. It's something we've been promised for a long time. Uh, it's been dragging on as long as I can remember. Um, and I just had enough. Uh, it didn't seem like the wall was going to get funded. Congress wasn't doing anything. And uh, I just decided, you know, I'm going to make this GoFundMe and see where it goes. And it, it just took off and it shows the, the resolve of the American people of what they want. And it shows what what they're able to do when they come together on something. Now, you've got $18 million, which is a fabulous amount of money. Nobody ever expected to get anywhere near that. But, but you have a big goal of a billion. I mean, uh, realistically speaking, how close to that goal do you think you'll get? Um, I think after the news we're going to release next week, we have a really great chance of hitting a billion. And uh, everyone's saying you can't do it, you can't do it, it's not going to happen. But uh, you know, if, we're, if you put your, your mind to it and you want to do something, you can make it happen. And that's why I came here to D.C. to meet with law, our lawyers and lawmakers. And we're making a, a big thing happen next week. Uh, we'll announce it next week. And, you know, just stay tuned for that. Wow. You're, you're a good teaser. That's a heck of a <laughs> teaser. You're making me want to pull more out of you. I mean, is, is, it, is it something you're doing in conjunction with, with the president or something like that? Um, no, it's, it's, I don't want to get into too much details, but um, okay. basically we're going to be building the wall and we're going to be funding the wall and the people's money is going to be going towards that wall directly and we're going to make sure it happens. All right. I, I, I'm not going to do any more to try to drag it out of you, but we will be watching and you are a good teaser. Now, now Twitter, as I understand, was blocking your GoFundMe site for a while. Explain. Yeah, um, they, they put out an announcement when people tried to post our, uh, our link to our website, wefundthewall.com. They were saying we were stealing passwords. They they were what? Yeah, they were saying we were stealing all this stuff. We were dangerous to the to the website, dangerous oh to consumers. Um, they had a you know they had to retract that, and but our website was down for three days. So we were trying to gain signatures on our website to take it to Congress. Wow. Uh, so they totally interfered with that. It just shows the the you know the conservative suppression that they're doing and. Yep, no one really well, cared. and no. you know, you think of the GoFundMe sites that they've been putting up. Uh, Andy McCabe from the FBI, Peter Strzok, one of the guys who was involved in, uh, in 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 going after Trump supporters, and they, you know, I don't remember any blockage there. I mean, if if you're on the right side of the political spectrum, you're not going to get blocked. No, well, big tech, you know, they they lean they lean lean to the liberal yeah. side, so they're they're coming after now, us. Now, how do you how do you guarantee that every penny that goes to your uh, GoFundMe account is going to go to the wall? Well, we like I said, next week we have big plans. I'm putting my name behind this. I'm standing up for the American people. They've all given me this money. And I'm guaranteeing it that's going to go to the wall. And we'll explain more next week when we get all the information nailed down legally. Now, we mentioned Twitter attacks. Jimmy right. Kimmel, you know, I, I don't know what bug that guy has in any part of his body, but it's clearly causing him problems. He not only attacked you, he did it in such a nasty way. Uh, it just, I mean, this, frankly, it, it, it makes me very upset to see a war hero such as yourself to be attacked by somebody like him. Did you know that there would be that kind of reaction? I, I had no clue there would be that type of reaction. It just goes to show you the political divide that Hollywood is you know, instilling in these people. And people look up to Hollywood. And that's the sad thing is that they look up to him and they're attacking. And those attacks by Jimmy Kimmel led to attacks on my family and my children. Uh, my wife's received death threats. I've received threats that my children should be killed. 
And all this started after Jimmy Kimmel. So wow. it, it's just disgusting. So have you have you talked, tried getting through to him to say, look, do you realize that your nasty comments cause threats on my life and the life of my family? I've sent him some tweets. He's, he hasn't responded. Um, what a coward. You know, it's, what it just it says. It's just a coward. A cowardly yep. person who should go and hide, on, hide under a rock. I mean, after what he did to you. Yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous. And it's all because I have a different political viewpoint. Yeah. I, I've given my limbs for this country, and I think I've earned my right to have a political viewpoint. I think you certainly have, sir. And, and we appreciate you coming on. Uh, by the way, does the president know what you're doing? Have you received any support from him? Quickly. Um, I cannot give any information on that at the moment. Okay, well, again, we wait with bated breath, Brian. We hope you <laughs> deliver. You've, you've certainly teased it well. Brian Colfage, we wish you the very best of luck. It's, you're a terrific person, and I really appreciate what you're doing for the country. All right, thank you. If we can get everyone to go to WeFundTheWall.com, I'd appreciate it. Thank you. WeFundTheWall.com. Brian, thank you. All right, we're back here on the AltaCast on Mutiny Radio. Yay, we're black. Uh, All right, so uh, that was, I feel badly for the guy who lost his limbs um, being, you know, fighting for our country. But then what are we fighting for, really? Like, why are we even, why have we been in Afghanistan? Maybe instead of telling every, um, us talking higher. Uh, I, I'm just. I'm, I think. I think it's. Um, I don't like the military, anyways. And I don't know what we're fighting for. So I'm sorry that you lost your limbs and Afghanistan sucks. But we shouldn't be there. We never should have been there in the first place. Saddam Hussein <laughs> wasn't. I mean, he was a bad guy, I guess. But this is all over oil, and now we all have Priuses. So I mean, I'm sorry that our oil-based economy uh, brought us into all these wars, and that you lost three limbs because of our oil-based economy. But let's 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 blame what needs to be blamed, and that's us as a society, our entitlement, and that everyone needs to drive cars, and that everybody wants their gas to be under $4 a gallon. Fuck you. Take the goddamn bus. He can't. He's got a role. Well, that guy now, I mean, it's, I'm just, I'm just complaining about America in general and the problems that we, like, have, and that we're, are, and that $19 million is going to nothing. You know what we could do with $19 million? There's, we, and they're like, we don't want to get, that's the thing that makes me so crazy, is they're like, Republicans are like, we don't want to give money to your poor people, but you want to give it to a wall? Instead of like helping people and giving them housing and education and mental health services and, oh, I don't know, health care. Health care, oh my God. Oh, yeah, but they're like, we don't give health care to bitches that get abortions. Fuck you, you moral, get off your moralistic high horse. Is that what this is all about? We don't like them gays and we don't like those abortions, so we're better than you. And we're going to build a wall because we don't like those brown, the brown people are stealing jobs. Show me a Mexican that's stealing your job. Yeah, um, we'll wait. Yeah, which 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 one? This one, yeah, mm. still know. waiting. Which job? Yep. You, and the day, look, look at the, <laughs> watch the movie A Day Without a Mexican. It's a great great I movie. I've seen that. It's That's pretty so good. funny. But you know what? Here, what I, I think what's going to happen? I really think 2019 is. I think this is going to be toward the end. I have a feeling that he might finish or he might not finish his presidency. But here's the thing. I think with the government shutdown, what's going to happen is people are start his his approval ratings are already going down, and when people aren't getting paid, first of all, isn't it written in? I mean, it's by law that your employer, um, with the, that would be the the government, 
you're supposed to pay your employees. Yeah. That's correct, right? That's illegal. So we have our government... <laughs> People like the TSA who are already pissed off already. Yeah. Um, and then people, you know, on, on top of that, they're not getting paid. The people who work for HUD. Oh, and those people um, for HUD, some people are going to get kicked out of their homes. I mean, it's good. It's going to all transpire. God damn it. Uh, but we're, yeah, we're having so many technical difficulties today. I know. <laughs> Government shutdown. I want to see like, I, I'm wondering how many of the people... It is just torrential downpour, toggle downfall outside. Wow, it just started like just pouring, started pouring rain. Uh, I just I want to know how many people that are employed by the government voted for Trump. <laughs> That's the, I'm curious about that myself. Yeah, is it? I mean, I I'm, I'm sure I'm I'm sure there's because a lot of people that are affected um, by him live in the states of like um, I believe it's New Mexico, uh, Virginia, West Virginia, Alaska, uh, Missouri, my home state, um, and I'm missing a couple of oh uh, I'm missing a couple other states too that are really affected and some of those people live in Trump country. So, yeah, I'm sure a lot of his... After meeting orders. with Senate Republicans, Trump says the grand old GOP, the grand GOP is totally unified. You know, I even take umbrage with the term GOP, grand old party. Yeah, even grand, that yes. Even that harkens back to, like, a t- <laughs> the Make America Great Again bullshit about how... Oh, I, yeah. I just It's just systematic racism... Is it's, it's so fun. It's everywhere. It's in everything. Welcome. And we don't even know. I mean, I realized last week I was swearing. Whenever I swear, I that's when my my ingrained homophobia and misogyny comes out. Like when I swear, when I'm, you know, just saying like my favorite swear things are like have to do with all ba- licking balls, which is kind of a gay thing. But I'm not that I'm against like I don't I get like gay people do, do whatever they want. But I'll be like you. Right? I just when I swear, it's always misogynistic. Like I call people cunt faces like when I get really mad. And that's that's not like what, you know, I don't think or, that's bad. Or I say like, you know, it's just. When I swear, I actually my... said the F word during Christmas dinner when I had some friends nice. and that wasn't fuck. Can I say fag? Fag? Yeah. yeah well, I mean, and I was using it as a slur. I was having Ooh. a conversation as words that I wish we could say. Oh. And I don't know if my guests probably like that or what have you. But I mean, I'm going on a tangent. But. Let's see what Skeletor's sister has to say about the, about the uh, shutdown. It's Nancy Pelosi. I didn't know yeah. Skeletor had a sister. <laughs> we need to get her out, but not right now. Yeah. Not right Nancy now. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer highlight the he partial go. government shutdown, human cost, before another meeting with 45. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer try to highlight unpaid federal workers as a partial government shutdown enters its 19th day. Congressional leaders will meet with President Donald Trump on Wednesday, today, about his proposed border wall. Hundreds of thousands of federal workers will start to miss paychecks on Friday if Congress... uh, Going on and on. My my pad ran out of batteries, so what? it's okay. It's okay. We can we'll use we'll use that computer to find out what's really going on. Uh, it it's it's scary that and it's it's so selfish that that our president is holding the paychecks of so many people 
as like a power move it to is try to get move. the wall. He's 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 pouting. This is a temper tantrum. It's my way or the highway. Yeah. I'm the president. Yeah. And the thing is, here's the really fucked up part too, and stupid. Okay, so he's doing all this for his stupid uh, wall, which, by the way, there already is fences, and there's already a wall that's already been started. I believe that was by uh, George W. Bush, but. Okay, so when you're not paying TSA, what does TSA do when you're at the airport? They check your goods, right? They check for... They check for drugs. drugs. Oh, we can, we can smuggle drugs around the country. This will be great. So when you don't pay your TSA agents and then there's like a 300% uh, percent, uh, of people calling out from TSA. Uh-huh. What does that mean? So it's are we not going to be able to fly? No. What me, what it means is it's going to you're not <laughs> this you, they're not able to do their part in helping with terrorism at quote unquote. Sure. You know, checking people to making sure that everyone's safe to make sure that the the brown people don't bring bombs on basically the plane again that's something. what tsa was actually for in the first place the, yeah but i mean they're part of national security right they're the yeah, ones that yeah. they're part of the security wow, so homeland when you, security too yeah so that yeah that is, they're part of homeland security sure so what you're you're basically i it doesn't make sense you're you're holding the country hostage right but at the same and you're because of this wall but on top of that, you're not paying the people that help protect right. the country right. the, from the fact of this so-called boogie monster called the terrorists, which are mostly white supremacists, and that's actually here. Yeah. You've, you've got a microphone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Speak, brother. Speak. Hey, speak. What, it, what it is, what it do, man. How y'all doing, man? I, hey. I, to chime in what she's saying, he's creating the need for the problem by not paying the people that do the security exactly so that when something happens he could say we need a wall yeah uh, thank like, you because that's what <laughs> rich previous people do they let something bad they create the conditions for the bad thing to happen mm-hmm. so they then they can say it's a national emergency and then he can do whatever he wants to do wow. right and he's already said that you know there's another caravan of people it's a national security i might th- listen we played this caravan ship before the uh the midterms we all knew that was a joke and now he's trying to pull this caravan shit out of his ass and again. Those people were not dangerous at they all. Were, they're escaping. They were, they were trying to leave for yeah. diplomatic, political, and other reasons. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're supposed to be doing. The fact is that they they had problems in their own country, right? And generally, due to warfare, probably something that we, we a byproduct. We, you of know, what we, we did. Done. Yeah, and yeah. that goes back to the eighties. That goes back to the eighties and the Reagan administration because in nineteen eighty six, Reagan um, had a, lot, a a bunch of people from believe else. Salvador and Nicaragua uh, come in 1986 to escape the civil war that was going on. Yeah. Amnesty. That's what it's called. Amnesty. Yeah. And so, which was created by the Reagan administration. But now, f- flash forward to present, they're still feeling the effects of that. Um, and now, we're not doing anything to help. We're right. contributing to the problem. Yeah. And now, we're blaming these people for something that we created. Oh, I just, yeah, it doesn't make sense. It and, and that nobody <laughs> sees it. I'm like, I don't think that we're like the people greatest see mind, it. But we're, we're not like the, the greatest minds of America no, we, in the building we, right now. We should probably smoke some pot. But... Yeah. <laughs> But we've figured out we see through we see through the lies. We see through what he's doing. It's not that thick of a veil. It's a pretty thin veil no, that he has over the situation. Obvious. It yeah. seems so obvious he's that he's setting himself up. But the, the thing is that the, where I take and I love the word umbrage today, but that 
$19,800,000 has been raised by some random guy through the wall. Sorry. No, I mean. I got to shade someone that's hateful like that. Sorry. I didn't think about that number. You're, wow. $19,800,000 has been raised. Like a 5% of that? Yeah. Exactly. This is how gullible white folks are. So you're going to give money to some rando with no legs to build a wall. Right. 19 million. Hey, I'm a veteran and, too. Can I get something? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know, right? And I that's mean, another. That's I want to build a wall at my house. Can I? Can, <laughs> I, can, I, can, I, can I? But then, if, if all right? of this money is being, there are so many problems that we have right now that we didn't. Like he didn't need to create a new problem. He created, Our president didn't need to. He could have fixed some of the problems that already exist. He that, that smart. Then he hasn't stood up and called the opiate crisis. A national disaster. This is people are dying. Like I'm kind of glad he didn't do that because they didn't call crack epidemic a national crisis. They just locked Negroes up. Right. So there's your crisis. But but I mean at the so, same but, time. But the thing is, this is this is a genocide. Is what's it is. happening. Yeah. With 68,000 people in uh, 2017. What was the number in 2018? We'll find out. Have died unnecessarily of opiate. Sixty-eight thousand people wow. died of opiate overdose in 2017. That's an epidemic. That is mm-hmm. sixty-eight thousand people. That I mean, that's a that's, lot of people. We talked that's about almost like a war. It's almost that's like a, a war. war. That's a war. Those are war numbers. Those are exactly. That's more than I believe people were uh, killed in Afghanistan. It's and, and probably uh, Vietnam. Yeah, I think it was yeah, fifty thousand. Uh, yeah, exactly. And that's in one year. And the Vietnam crisis that went on for like thirty years, but <laughs> unbelievable. And and our president is not addressing that at all. Um, you know, I have it's a theory. Crisis. I have a theory that that he is purely designed to shut down this government as we know it. Like I think that his job, like before he even, his job is to create enough chaos to where they can create an exit plan for themselves Oof. and leave us with the bag. I Oof. feel like that's what it is. Like I mean, the government. I believe that every time they say government shutdown, I don't believe it's designed to come back up. Right. We're going to have to literally learn. And, and the truth of the matter is, we should have already been questioning what the government is doing with our resources. Sure. However, we're about to be left with the bag, and a lot of people are going to malfunction as a result. So, yeah. Well, look at what happened with the the housing crisis and the, and the bubble in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and how many people were entered that they were. Were you? They're like the American dream. Did you I have a house around condo. that time? I, I had a I had a house. Yeah. I lost my time. condo. You lost your condo. Yes. Yeah, right. As soon as Obama won, I lost my condo in 09. Oh. Well, that's that's the but effect. That was, yeah, that that was, was Bush. Bush. No, no, yeah. I'm not yeah. blaming. Oh, you but know I mean? so much it's, for celebrating. Like I celebrated in my condo, right. and then a year later, it's gone. I didn't have it. Yeah. So. And if I would have known, you know, of course, if you knew known some legal things, you could, I probably would have been good. But they don't educate us. They give mm-hmm. us things and have no idea how to defend ourselves. So when something comes around, mm-hmm. we just acquiesce and walk away. Right. Yeah. And they say, yeah, this is way. Oh, this is the way you do it. This is what's well, happening. You're like, if you don't know how to fight. Well, exactly. they're they're saying that now we're probably going to go into another housing crisis and now even with the shutdown we're going to definitely go into a housing crisis because now you got people who can't just think of all the people who can't pay their mortgage or their rent or yeah. who can't yeah. even well, no, get their section is, eight this or, is every day that, that when they stop paying right now what's about to happen so what's about to happen people are going to stop getting paid the moment that happens is going to create a chain reaction because you got to understand that those government workers aren't going to those restaurants those government workers aren't, aren't Doing the paying their bills, yeah, it's a trickle down so, effect. So, it's of that. Gonna, it's, then there's going to be 
a housing issue Banks aren't going to not do their job Their job is to steal your stuff mm -hmm. So therefore They're going to do their job Next thing you know There's going to be a crisis Oh absolutely it's already We're already teetering Because we already have Like you said The opioid addiction We also have You know Issues in inner cities With police And so on and so forth Let's not forget about Those white we, supremacist terrorists Well we've We've actually <laughs> We've actually forgotten About all that <laughs> Remember uh, Remember on this show When we used to talk About all the All the African American uh, The dark skinned people Of any Any place they came I like, from I like melanated Black Melan melanated, I like the melanated like About melanated. our melanated Brothers and sisters <laughs> Being shot down And police brutality Police brutality Still a thing It's just like We yeah. forget about it I mean <laughs> the, oh, it's, I mean it, It's not I mean We already got some Crazy white dude Who like Tried to run over Some kids uh, That happened the other day Yeah like If you want to If they want to talk About terrorism Which they're not Going to talk about The real domestic terrorism, domestic terrorism. Which it is, yeah, it which, is. It is. I mean come on dude Every day There's some white supremacist terrorists and that goes along with white people that includes some of y'all too some of these white supremacists don't like you and especially and especially some of you white um, women out there you got the incels that are some women haters because they can't get some ass because they're too fidgety and don't know how to talk to a woman you know it's yeah. like the Stephen Miller guy <laughs> he looks like an incel yeah. Stephen Miller who works in the White House but oh, I mean yeah, yeah. you know Jonathan went to high school with him this ah! is really funny <laughs> So Stephen Miller, a guy who he, he grew up very very wealthy. He went to he went to um, Samo, which is um, S A M O. It's Santa Monica High School. Santa Monica. So Santa Monica High School. He he went there and he actually ran for student government when and Jonathan says he remembers the speech of this guy. He got up on stage and he had a, he had a bunch of trash and he threw it on the ground. And he's like, "Why should we have to pick up our own trash? That's what the janitors are there for. We shouldn't have." To. His whole speech was about how wow. the janitors the, that the brown people the brown need to people, work harder yeah. because these privileged little white boys can throw should be able to throw garbage wherever they want. So There's he, video he was of an this. Early douchebag. He yeah. was an early douchebag. Like meaning he like he's he's been doubling down on the douchery from his youth. Yes. Oh, absolutely. So in high school, because Jonathan tells me he's like I, he's like I remember that speech, and so does his sister. It's funny because his sister That's also went to Santa call. Monica. Oh, oh, okay. Let's learn how to do a phone call. That is probably old, old dumbface dumb himself. Okay, so. Uh, you pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. And you say, hey, you want to be live on air? Hey, you want to be live on air? And it's what's her face? Oh, nope, it's Sweet Gail. I can hear her. Tell, her that, tell Sweet Gail that we're waiting for a phone call from old Dumbface. So um, Sweet Gail is a person who calls in all the time. We just she's don't have sweetheart. time for her today. We're, 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 we're waiting for someone else to call in. Yeah, so she's, we love she's you, nice Sweet Gail. We love you, Sweet Gail. She... Oh my gosh! <gasps> I told you it was something girly. Oh, this is so nice. I told you it was something girly. Oh, <laughs> the sheriff of truth doesn't like that I smell like alcohol all That's the time. That's not true. And she got, so she got me some beautiful deep lilac. Thank you you've, so you've much. You've been going places and traveling. Yeah, so I know. And it's important it's a little for me not to smell like. Uh, That's brewery. not what I'm trying to say. Oh, I know. Sweetheart. Thank you, but I do. I do smell. I, I, I was t I, I, that that fourth IPA just not necessary, just completely unnecessary. And um, and I always know that because it's like that when I'm going potty in the morning, I'm like, ooh, I pooey. I smell, smell it. Smell I'm like, IPA. oh baby, what did you eat? <laughs> Lately, I've been getting eating so many edibles and getting so high that um, my poop has been smelling like cannabis. I'd rather have it smell like that That's than, not bad. than yeah. an IPA because you can definitely tell that I, I know that poop smell of IPA. Now, and here's the, here's the funny thing about it. Here's the combination is that hops is actually in the same plant family as, as cannabis. cannabis. So they're kind of almost the same. And 
we used we read back in the day when pot was not legal in um, California and we were all very scared I think this is like maybe I'm, I'm gonna guess 97 98 we got this thing online and it was um legal highs and it said you can smoke catnip or you can smoke hops because they're related and so we sat there and we were rolling catnip cigarettes we went to petco to get like the good catnip you know what i'm saying like the fresh catnip so we got a bucket of like fresh catnip for i don't know it was like six bucks or something and we sat there and we rolled it up and we'd smoke it and we were like what kind of we'd sit there my ex-husband and i we weren't married at the time but we'd sit there and smoke it and be like do you feel anything you kind of do we and then we couldn't figure it out i mean we were it wasn't like weed at all oh but, wow but back in 97 98 like we were just smoking the mecky swag anyways no offense to, to mexico got- in any way but just the brick mecky hey, swag they'd send up mexican dirt weed saved a lot a lot like i've, <laughs> I've, I've smoked some mexican dirt weed and, you know what i mean it's awful it's like it's brown and harsh greenish and yeah, it has it, it's seeds. nothing but seeds and yeah. sticks it's harsh dude. You know what I mean? but but yeah. back in the day when you couldn't get quality weed because of you know just lack of knowing who to who Mexican Derby is always available. That's I get a cheap. brown paper bag full of it <laughs> for for less than twenty dollars. Sure. Like boom, good. You know what I mean? Well, that's and why if you slick, it was you dry could, as hell. But if you slick, you could sell it. See, that's what I would do is I would get some good, like decently good, and I would mix it. And you know, I mean, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, <laughs> you know I mean? and I would say, and I would sell joints, and it would get you high, but it would, it would extend my good good. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So I would get the good good, and then I would get the Mexican Derby bring it mix it all up and sell joints. It's so, it's so I learned how to cook because of Mexican dirt weed so that's why that's why I would because I, I wouldn't smoke it I got to the point where I was like I can't smoke Mexican dirt weed it hurts my head too much I just get a headache and so I just started cooking with it I started putting it into butter uh, it's better for that. Yeah, it's better for that. I mean, it works. And if you decarb it, it. I mean, it's weed. It works. No, it's weed. Yeah. But it's not good weed. Right. It's, <laughs> mm. it's not weed that can, you could actually. Okay. We've actually came up a lot in the weed game within the past 20 years. Oh, my I God. Think, I really weed think. Weed game is on fire. I right really now. think um, there are going to be, of course, more states that are going to legalize it. You know, well, hemp was legalized now. Hemp is hemp legal is, in the yeah. United States, which is very, very exciting. Which was ridiculous to make it illegal anyway, especially with, with the fact that our forefathers used to mess around with it. Well, and, and we've talked about the history of that in the past in the yeah. cast And to do a quick reminder for people, the reason that um, hemp became illegal in the United States in the 30s and 40s, it was, it was a multiple prong attack. A, William Mexicans. Randolph Hearst owned oh. cotton farms. And he was doing paper mills because of his newspaper, and he didn't like the renewable resource of hemp ruining his. I mean, we could have changed his whole business model. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The other side was Dupont had just figured out how to make nylon rope out of petroleum, so shipmakers used to use hemp to make ropes and that was a thing when you were on a ship it was a hemp rope and they also invented this thing called the hemp breaker that made it easier to take the stems and stalks and turn it into the to the rope because it was a very time consuming and backbreakingly difficult mechanism thing to do in the 1800s and you know like 1890s and but so all of a sudden it's 1921 i think and dupont goes bing nylon rope we make it from petroleum products this never-ending stuff that we pull out of the ground called oil what do and they said fuck this hemp breaker we're gonna have com- we don't want this competition 
we just want to be the buddies. So now we have all so nylon let, rope. Let me chime in on that point. Yeah. You see, without these these mechanisms of control, what we could do for humanity if we get back to controlling things on our own. Yeah. It's just like I'm talking about on an industry level, not Absolutely. just on a local level. If we can box these jerk faces out. Right. You mean we could actually employ everybody or make it so you could choose your employment. Yeah. I mean, in order to survive in a society, you have to do X amount of things, but it won't be as much as if you were working 12 hours a week. Sure. You could literally work four hours a week or four hours a, a day and, and serve all of humanity. Well, sure. And that's what's going on. I think there's a, you know, with now like new states like Michigan that is now re recreational and uh, Arkansas. There's 10 states there's now, I believe. That are recreational. And then. And and Washington DC. DC, but yeah. they have this DC's really weird DC about this. DC's fucked because DC's fucked because they're right next to Maryland and Maryland is super super tough on pot. So, you can walk a block. You can be on a block in DC and you can have your weed and you can smoke your weed and you can buy your weed and you can walk two blocks and now you're in Maryland and the police will pick you up and put you in jail. It's their Bible belt. It's crazy. Oh no, Maryland's not much of the Bible belt. They're just weird. I don't know why they're tough on weed. But uh, parts of Virginia when you get a little bit south, that's when it gets it's a little bit more country. It's it's purely economic. The reason that they put and the race, kibosh and on and race. Ooh, uh, the reason Bye. they put the kibosh on hemp was just completely. It was a. It was. It was money. It was corporatism. Yeah. It was and that now, new kind of thing. And now look at Dupont. And now they, look at Dupont. They now yeah, they sure. now we got a big problem with them. Like you know, polluting the waters. Uh, towns. There's a documentary about Dupont, like uh, basically um, giving cancer to a whole town and stuff. And I forgot the name of the documentary. And it, I think uh, it was all part of controlling industry, meaning that if, you, hmm. if they could box the old way, which included more uh, melanated people. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If they could take out the old way and then put in a new way where they control it via factories and then get the yeah. Europeans that came here to work in those factories and then exclude the people that were here, the browner people. Mm -hmm. Right Then they can just X us all out And that's what happened We couldn't Get the factory jobs The people would come in And get the factory jobs And they would be in places Like DuPont And you know all in, in General Motors yeah, yeah 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 So Which Which when Melanated people I'm going to say black folks like now okay, so <laughs> because uh, the auto industry, that's that's where the uh, black middle class came in until in the 1960s. But mm -hmm. that didn't last very long. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because, and, now the, and now those yeah. houses are just laying. Like, empty yeah, because now you got GM and uh, Chrysler who left uh, certain cities like Flint, Detroit, Cleveland. I know. And here's talks, the thing. It all gets back to Trump. He's so angry about people coming over and taking the jobs when they've moved all the industry to Mexico and China. They've moved and, all the industry. And then he's trying to stop the new industry of. Of so, uh, uh, solar and green green technology. Do you know that hemp? Okay, so in France, and this is like eight years ago, they built an entire subdivision out of hemp. It's oh, called wow. hempcrete. So you can build houses out of it, and it's breathable, and it's good for heating and cooling. You can make it's hempcrete. You can make concrete out of it. You can make everything out of hemp. They made entire entire housing development in France, a hundred percent hemp, renewable resources. Wow. Totally awesome. It exists. It's the same thing with, we've had electric cars forever, but the oil industry was not going to allow the the massive changeover from, and that's why they're like, oh, everyone in California loves the smell of their own farts and their Priuses. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, 
there's nothing wrong with using renewable energy and not being it's the new way it's actually an old way right it's i mean old way. i mean the thing and that goes that goes uh to what you were just talking about like you know i have to write this down the new slavery the new slavery well, and also the new slavery they're doing it right in front of our faces with lyft i have a buddy and he is an he is melanin like he has a lot of it and he <laughs> needed a car and so Lyft does this thing now where they turn you into a slave they say yes you can have this car but in order to have this car you need to work this many hours a week that, yeah. to keep your car but that's just to have the car to drive it what if, if so he, it's like you are now a, a slave, slave to, them. to Lyft yeah, have to, to yeah, drive yeah, yeah. a certain this amount is, of hours. I would hours never a week. do that, but like I just, I just, if I can't have a car that I'm paying, where I only deal with the bank or whatever, and then I'm not doing no. Here's a car now. Now, mind no, you, I will. That's say, how they get you. Now, I will say this though: if you don't, if say you were, I wouldn't. I don't like to use the word homeless. If you're without a shelter, questionably right? housed, questionably housed, right? And you want employment, but you also want to be mobile. That could be a good way to start to get yourself back on your feet. Yeah. However, however, it's also a trap because you can't not work. And you can't live in your car because you have to make your car nice and it no, can't no, smell yeah, no, weird. No, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. can't not work and you also won't, you know, <laughs> in the event that you don't work, then you lose that access. Right. Yeah. So, so, so even though it is a way, like I said, I... In, in certain circumstances, I would recommend it for certain people because I know a friend that he was questionably housed, right? And he started doing it with Uber, oh. and but he also got a girlfriend. But he probably got the girlfriend because he was mobile. She seen oh. that he had the ability to move move around on his own, which was independent, sure. which then made it easier for her to let him stay with her. Right. So then it all kind of worked itself out. Right. What I mean is, but... Uber got him a place to live. By, by, no, what I'm saying, the, <laughs> no, his hustle got him a place to live. But what I'm saying is, it's just how you do it because you're right. It does end up being a trap because you can't not make those hours. Right. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every week, and though. Every, every week. week yeah. You got to make X amount of it's hours. It's like 10 hours. And they take it directly out. Like So you yeah. don't see that money. You don't see that no. money at all. So the money comes directly out. And then once you're on top of your pay, monthly, your weekly payment, which yeah. is like 130 maybe more. Yeah, more. Once more. you're on top of that weekly payment, then you see the money. Sure. But, it's, mm -hmm. but still, though. You have to work your ass off, though. And... We should just take the bus. The, you know, it's, it's uh, new, the but it's the new. It's the, the bus new don't work all night, though. That's true. But it's the new. That's true. But it is. It's the new service. It's the new slavery. Everybody wants a chauffeur because everyone in San Francisco are such entitled little snowflakes. They're afraid. I'm gonna melt if I walk. Oh God, it's, I can't do it. I can't take the bus. Oh, I just gotta get there. <laughs> See, I'm. And, <laughs> but here's the thing. I don't Uber and Lyft because I don't have a smartphone and I keep that away from myself and you I don't want it. Phone. But if someone's Ubering even twice a day, that that's like 10 bucks. Even if you're Uber pooling, 10 bucks every day. That's 50 bucks a week. That's just, and that's just two rides a day. That's 50 bucks a week. That's 200 bucks a month. A bus pass is only like 90 bucks. I, I am you guilty. You can ride the bus all day. I am guilty of doing the lift sometimes twice a day because the Muni, and I take the Muni as much as possible. Um, Cause I'm right by the T train. I just oh, walk. Yeah. But if that if I'm trying to get to work and the T train says 45 minutes, yeah, that's true too. And I'm like, fuck. I got unicorn too. Yeah, unicorn. Yeah, I, it's when the, yeah, you know, I it doesn't I'm, come. 
it, it ch- yeah and i'm like yo I, I don't have time this is cutting it really close sure because i like to be cheap i don't like to spend my money on uber uh, the only time i usually do is when i'm going home late from work sure 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 because there's no bus for safety you know yeah for safety yeah, for yeah safety. i'm leaving a bar so safety? that i'm pr- i'm happy for I that took the 14 last night yeah, I walked up to the 14 and I took the 14 to 5th oh, Street no. and then I walked. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, is it going to be old dumb face? Yay. So pick it up and say, hi, you want to be live on the air? Oh, no, it's Sweet Gail again. Tell her we're waiting for Steve Poge. <laughs> we're hoping for po- the Poge. The Poge. Yeah. We're curious about this news. I know. He's going to, he's going to, he's he got said, an announcement. He said he's got big news and I'm like, oh my God, I, do I have to be a best man at your wedding? <laughs> you got butterflies Christ. in your tummy. So, so you no, know, I do Lyft and Uber, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Only because I, do. I don't like Uber. <laughs> you know I don't either like either. My but boyfriend. I mean, but it's just more like there's really, it, look, what happened was, and this is the, 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 was it 45? Yeah. Okay. Before 45, right, I was doing Uber. Of course, you do Uber first, right? Then uh, I was like, oh, well, I'll, I'll do both because it's no big deal. You right. know what I mean? And then something happened where I couldn't do Uber. It was some misunderstanding, but I didn't care. I was doing Lyft. So I was doing Lyft for about a year. And then I said, okay, I got fired from my library job. Long story, it doesn't matter. And <laughs> Cool, libraries are cool. Yeah, but I, I don't know how, anyway. It's like Friday, like how you get fired on your day off. Yeah, I don't yeah, know exactly. how I got fired from a library, but anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, off. exactly. So, uh, so, but then I said, okay, let me, to, to augment that income, let me, let augment. Me. Today's words of the day on the Alticast are augment, augment. and umbrage. Umbrage and augment. Good words today. I, so I, the so more you I know. decided to do both. When I did both within a week, I had more problems than I ever had just doing <laughs> Lyft by itself. Now, is the, this as a rider or a driver? No, this is as a driver. As a driver. Because the, the pretentious level. What kind of, yes, that's true. What there kind more, of problems? There are more okay, okay, like, for example, uh, social problems. Like, okay, for example, not necessarily with uh, me and a customer, but say if there's a, a pool. Uh-huh. So I pick up one person. They decide they're going to have a conversation on the phone with whoever. As though they're not getting in person's car. As they, they don't no say hello, no greeting. That's cool. No, no, no. I don't care because I'm only going to see you for 15 minutes, 30 minutes tops. Sure. So I can really care less, right? Sure. So I'm doing my thing. But when you're in a pool and you pick up other people and you continue that conversation, so the moment they get in the car, they feel uncomfortable, mm. right? You're having a full-on conversation, and then wow. and then you know, and then it just makes it all awkward because everybody's like, I don't want to be rude to this person that's being rude. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like in. Oh, so, yeah. so so that happens. Also, people will be pretentious towards me mm-hmm. and say they get in the car, don't speak, and just look out the window like I'm mm-hmm. not providing a service for you. Exactly. <laughs> They're getting it into your home, no, they, your yeah. office, and that I actually I w- was not doing Uber for a long time because yes, number one, the sometimes the drivers are assholes, and sometimes the people that I pulled with were bigger assholes. In Uber, uh, yeah. yeah this, see, is, this, this is this is like, my theory. But, because look, and then so let's break it down though is it that is is it the entire no what is who are these people happened, are they black listen, or are they white is I, it doesn't matter this would happen right yeah so in that year's time they had a lot of controversy with uber about yes. their, their thing in that Sexual year's time and all that stuff. 45th <gasps> yeah. one 
So in that year's time What happened was There was a split in the audience mm -hmm. So people that didn't give a fuck About none of that Stayed with Uber And they doubled down On their pretentious behavior And right. they and they had the Delete your Uber yeah, thing the Yeah Delete your Uber right. Because there was a lot right, of right. Because the CEO At the he, time He had a bad He did a He, he was There was some really fucked up There was a videotape of him Cursing out a, a driver Uber, Uber driver The CEO of Uber Was cursing out yeah. Or got mad at At the, the Uber driver, driver For asking questions about Uber Wow yes. Right? Yeah. So so he so that got viral. First lesson. And then there Uber was sexual uh, sexual assaults and was, other it was, things. It was, it was, it was a whole it was Wall fuck. Street. It was just like well they had the yeah. same corporate culture as uh, greed, like a uh, Wall Street. Richard Gecko, right? Well, you know, so so basically they had that same corporate culture. And what happened was you started to see a deafness. I didn't notice it. It's kind of like it was cool doing live. Very rarely I call it the twenty percent. You know, somebody might have a bad day. They don't want to talk. That's cool. You get that vibe early. It's no big deal Look. But everybody most likely says Hey how you doing Yeah the Lyft right? drivers Were like really yeah. nice The people you came into And I remember I would just shoot the shit Like I'm not fucking with Uber Because they Some assholes yeah. And they're like Yeah a lot of people Been saying but that But on the flip side you 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 will go and deal with Uber and to this day I really I try not to do it as it's much. It's hard sometimes because the people will either have an attitude and expect for you to take it or just ask extra just oh, oh double, like a uh, 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 upsell like meaning sure. even though it's a ride they'll try to say hey could you go here or you mind if you pick up my friend all these just all ups they they upsell they try to give you to do more service than the service uh. yeah right because they don't look at you as a driver they look at you as their driver Oh, and so they come up, and then also I've made it a point I don't even go to Moran as I told you. I don't even cross <laughs> the bridge. No, because it gets awful over there. Like mm. I mean, awful. Like Ooh. they treat you like you're not even a person, and they and it's the energy. It's like they really are. You are just like a car. Like you're you 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 Benson. What yeah. is it though? What is it about money that makes? I mean, there've got to be people with money that aren't assholes. Ask your right? parents. <laughs> well, I know, th but there've there've got to be people with money that aren't assholes. Uh, is it that just once you get money, oh. then you're just an asshole, it, or is it, it? Where's the, where's the change? I mean, I guess I was an asshole. I just didn't know it because I used to have a lot of money, and maybe I was like that, and I just, did, I, I was blind to it because of, I was blind to my own privilege. I think, you know, honestly. A lot of times that's what it is. You, they're blind to their own privilege. I mean, they, they don't, they're not, there's a bubble they live in. They're family, friends. Okay, another thing that I've noticed with Europeans, and I call them Europeans because white is different from, from anything. White is a color, black is a color, people can't be colors. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> is that their social circle comes involved in every one of their conversations. Like example, hey, you know, I was talking to Susie. Yeah, Susie the other day. Yeah, she's dating Jim. Jim from what? Yeah, Jim from work. We've had a problem with boom, boom. It is name, 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 name. So sure. you, so they, so that means that their whole world is surrounded by people they could talk about. The country, which club. means that wow. if if it's from outside, you're an outsider, and I can treat you like anything. Be you yeah. don't involve. You me. don't know Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not involved in my world. So in my world, you don't exist. So they treat right. everybody outside the world as though they don't exist. Wow. Right. So, yeah. so because because as I most most of the eighty percent of society that I deal with doesn't name drop. Huh. And then here's here's the thing now. There's a difference also between old money and new money. And new money is so easy to sniff because they think they have class by dropping money. 
but that, that's nothing. I mean, or ignoring and being uh, pompous. I love it when people drop money. I love it when people tip big though because they have money. I'm like, oh no, no, yeah, I'm not talking about big. that. Oh, okay. No, no, I'm talking about trying to floss, trying to show off. Oh, okay. I'm not. T- trust me, I like the tips. I'm a, but, I'm a bartender. So I think but that sometimes they a, a smart a man if a guy is trying to impress you in a bar and he buys you a drink, if if he tips the bartender five bucks, I'm like, damn. That's I, some respect. That's I respect, like it. Like, or I think like, that's just being a little bit humble. But there's also like two. There's tip. also two new money versus old money. Old money, yes, you're gonna still have that character of the like, ooh, you're not in our bubble. <laughs> but new money is just a little bit more aggressive with it, where they take Jeez. a spit. They they put it a 2.0 of being snotty and snooty. And I'm like, you must have just this must be new to you yeah. because the way you're acting is not classy. <laughs> like you barking orders. That I had to call someone out last night at the bar i'm like don't be barking at me man just because you got a two thousand dollar suit on don't snap don't. your fingers at and me. i said that mm-hmm. yeah don't snap mm-hmm. and i'm just like mm-hmm. a lot of people with old money that you see now um wouldn't do that they have their own way of degrading new yeah. money new they have their own they way refined. it's refined it's refined yes. but new money is usually the snapping and the the like barking and i'm like well, like have you never had something nice before can we like, do you not know how to eat properly either? Because sometimes they'll have a menu and they want you to read it for them. And I'm like, well, can you not read, love? Well, sometimes, it's, yeah, the they want you to hold your hand no, they, and coddle yeah, you. No, they, they want to feel as though you are mine. And, and, Meaning I, and I say your no. your time, your energy, everything <laughs> yes. that you are right now in front right. is mine. Can, but yeah. why, do we, why do we demean people in the service industry? Why do we somehow say that that is? Because that's basically what we're saying is that if you are in the service industry, you're somehow not as good. You're not I'm educated. I'm a doctor. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you're not educated. Exactly. I, I'm in the service industry, I have two masters. I love my fucking job. I love counter offer. I love making food. I love serving it to the people. I love talking to people. I love working in a bar. I love working in a bar. I have control. I have a liberal arts degree. I, I'm not going to do shit with it, but I like working in the bar. I, I like doing that because I like to get to see each and every pe- person's bubble where I they love live. Drinking there, drinking while I work. I love it. But but the thing is that people, it's. Why do we look down? It's this. I'm trying. What I'm trying to bring us back to is socialism, is that work should be valued equally. And in our country, we only value certain types of work. Women can be a stay-at-home mom, and the Republicans will say, "Yeah, she should stay at home." But did you know that that's not a real job? You don't get a 401k. You don't get a 501. You don't get anything. You don't have a social security number. You have no security. And now, the way misogyny is, if you don't stay skinny and pretty enough and please your fucking husband, then he can leave you after 30 years. You've raised all his kids and then go fuck the secretary or whatever. And now, what do you have? You gave your whole life to something and you did nothing for it. Women are really the slaves that are left I got <laughs> that work for free I got something better for and, you and poor sex workers um, <laughs> uh, I don't understand why I, we don't value sex work well, and why okay. somehow it's a second class I, I got something better for oh, you yes, yes, it's yes. something that you used to do I don't know why we don't value teachers oh because now there's going to be a strike like, in oh, Los Angeles <laughs> yeah <laughs> speaking <laughs> of sex workers there's going to be a strike in uh, Los Angeles I think it started today there's a teacher strike wow. now you notice there's been strikes going on all over the country within the past year there was the one in West Virginia and Oklahoma because we don't value teachers. That's why you got a bunch of dumb motherfuckers running around. The teachers are working with kids and moms work with kids. And so it's 
almost like it goes up from there where we say, I believe the children are future. No, you don't. But we don't pay anyone no, don't. to do it. We don't pay anyone to. It's just like, well, you're just supposed to do it. Look, look, we're naturally socialist until in this society until you turn 18. Right. <laughs> so 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 we just it's just the way it is. Like family is socialism. Privilege is socialism because that becomes your safety net. If I come from a wealthy family or even if I have a well off family, my father or mother, if they love me, won't let me get to a certain point. It's true. You know I mean, yeah, you know mean like true. you mean they're gonna say, "Hey, listen, hey, let me let me reel that, you back." That's how my wow. hurts were. So what? So what? What really happens is like yeah. I, I believe it's this this huge orphanage that was created by capitalism, where everybody gets dropped off if they don't have enough money. Yeah, yeah. like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, look, hey, you're broke now. You belong over here to broke people. There you go. Hey, yeah, yeah. they're the broke people. Second class citizens. Yeah, you're broke now. They're the broke people. Hang out with the broke people because you didn't yeah. make it. And, it, and right. the thing is, not making it is the moment you 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 don't have the money to do what you want to do, right. which is not realistic. No, you know what I mean. And well, and there's ways that you can be. Pe- pe- we aren't taught that. I wanted so I I, did, I went to I went to Italy and Greece this year, and I spent less than two thousand dollars all told. Um, wow. For for everything, round trip the whole deal, and it was we were gone for three weeks, and I was like, I wanted to write a book that's called you know. Just because you're poor doesn't mean you can't travel. You just have to. That's a good idea. Think That's a good of, idea. I like that book. You have to think of things in a different way. Like, we only went out to dinner on our t- entire trip, like four times. The rest of the time, we'd go to the store, and food there's really cheap, and we'd buy food and make picnic lunches, and I'd cook in places, and it, we'd eat. We ate a lot of like pastries at pastry shops, so it'd be like a euro to get something, and you get to like experience life like a person that lives there. And it's different, but we didn't we didn't want for anything ever. It wasn't like we ever felt like we were like having a cheap vacation, but we didn't spend that much money. And that's the way you travel. But it's, that's it's, the way I travel because I love to travel. But I mean, who wants to stay at a fucking resort and have everything catered to you? Go out and meet the people. I mean, and maybe I think that's for like easy. a day. We did yeah, we did that, have one night that was like that in a spa, and it was that, really that's, great. That's, that's fine. cool. I yeah. mean, but, I, but it's like the reality. Like for me, I like lifestyle things. So I don't really want my lifestyle to change no matter where I'm at. So what that right. means is that when I hit someplace, I'm going to the gro- that's what I do. If I go to LA and I get an Airbnb, I go to the grocery store. Yeah. I buy whatever I need, you know what I mean? And I you know I say, "Can I use your refrigerator?" And that's what I eat. I don't go I don't even eat fast food normally. If oh, it's yeah. look, what I do, look, there's three things I eat. Mediterranean, Ooh, Indian, yeah, and Ethiopian. Going. Ooh, if I love Ethiopian food porn. Get if it. it's not yeah. either one of those three, I don't really want it. You know what I mean? I, I, I feel that way in that I like to eat out when it's something I can't make myself. If it's something I can make myself, like it makes me crazy that people spend like $30 on brunch. Okay, it's French toast. You can't make French toast. You can't make your own damn waffles. Like it's not that tough. So I, I can't ever see myself blowing 30 bucks on right. brunch because I'm like, I make a damn good French toast. All right. Yeah. So I am guilty. <laughs> I, am I am kind too. of the opposite of I am a fruity and I'm snooty. And I, I'm one of those people that spent $30 on brunch. And by the way, I end up hating myself after that. But I don't know why I keep doing it. Because I do like to go out to eat in different places. And I usually like to go out to eat where I can know I can get a discount. Yeah. Um, but I also like to cook. Yeah. Because I know eating out gets expensive, especially yeah. with my taste. So there's a balance that I like to do. But when I do go out of town, I do I do Ooh, spend money let, on Let me food. tell you the thing I found last week. Jonathan and I went there for our anniversary. And this is a great 
tip for anybody in San Francisco. We went there and it is so fucking good. It's French food. It's called Chapeau. It's on Clement between second and third. And it doesn't have a sign. It just has a picture in the window. It is fancy French. But if you go between five and six o'clock on a Wednesday, Thursday or Sunday, they have a $40 priest fix and it's three courses and it's insane. And I got the trio of um, salmon. And so it was, this was great. They made salmon bacon. What? So I took the belly of the salmon and then scraped the skin off and they like cured it. So they didn't cook it, but it was cured. And then inside of it, they had a salmon tartare. And then on top were like little salmon eggs that were very delicious oh with God. creme fraiche and these little microgreens. Okay, that was my appetizer. Oh my, oh my God. God. And then um, and then Jonathan got the chestnut soup with truffle oil and Parmesan. Oh something. my God. And then for my main course, I got duck. And it was so Was good. it duck confit? Or was, no, it was, was a duck breast. It and it breast. was perfectly like medium because it was just gorgeous. And it was too, it was a whole price. It was too, th- I was like, oh my God. Normal place they'd only been home. Both of us, he got, he got the pork, wrapped pork stuffed with cheese or something it was like a pork wrapped tenderloin wrapped in that bacon that was hearty yeah yeah but, but it was so good leftovers but so we had, we had leftovers because we couldn't eat that much and then they had we had dessert too oh my god I got this um, little little tiny Napoleon it was little twills and then there was all this fresh fruit and there was um, oh god, uh, that sounds so good it was anyway so it was 40 bucks each which is I, it's a steal so and then you go still have leftovers. And we by still the, had leftovers. And that's, and that, yeah. Okay, so that's I'm one leftover queen. So when I do go out to eat, I'm going to take your leftovers. No, I'm going to get mine. Uh, do you want do that? You, are you going to yeah, leave yeah, that? Because I believe duck. leaving... This is so. My grandparents used to tell me it's not classy to take a doggy bag home from fancy places. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm like, no. Nope, I'm gonna take all. I'm gonna eat yours and the table net. Like, yeah, do they want door, that? Yeah. That? Because you know the thing is like, if I'm gonna eat a hundred dollars worth of food, god damn it, I better have a doggy bag because yeah, I, yeah. I'm gonna have take a little piece of this home. And I Ooh. think, I mean. I hate when people waste food. Yeah, you makes, eat I can't like oh, like you spend crazy. like four hundred dollars on a meal and you see people leave it or not touch it. Or if even if you're spending fifty bucks on a uh, dinner. Yeah. I hate to see this people was, waste food. This place was better than foreign cinema. Remember when I oh, went to foreign yeah. cinema? This place was three okay, times as good as thank foreign you. cinema. What's you gotta give me the name again? Chapeau. It, chapeau. It, but with an exclamation point, which chapeau means hat en français. But if it has an exclamation point, it means wow. So it's like chapeau, hat. Yeah, it's, it's, wow. it's a funny. But everybody, if you're if you live hat, in San Francisco, hat. wow, it is. It's a fu- and the, the father is the chef, and his son was our um, server, and the service Sounds was great. And they had they had four bottles of wine that were under fifty dollars, which was great. We got a 2015 Beaujolais, and it was like forty eight bucks a bottle, and I was like, this is great. So it was. We we got to be fancy people. Yeah. And for and it wasn't that expensive in San Francisco. And I'm like looking at the chef. He kept being so sweet to me. He kept coming by and I was like, here, this is I'm gonna talk about you on my radio show. This was really great. Aww. I was and I told him, I'm like, I can't believe you're giving us way too much food. I was like, I went to foreign cinema and it wasn't that great. And their bathroom at this place was nice. Foreign cinema is gross. It's There's gross. He on the seat. We've talked about I this. <laughs> if you spend thirty six dollars on a duck breast. I better not dinner, see piss on the I seat. Seat. No, like that should she right about it was, that? I couldn't believe that place. I, and I, I complained. I complained <laughs> on, like twice about it. And I just, I, I said, I know it's not you, sir, um, hostess lady. I know, but I just can't <laughs> stop. And I'm like, I'm a stand-up comedian, and I, I I'm probably gonna end up talking about it on stage. Like that, the, the audacity to 
ask people to spend $400 on a meal for four. And, and then there's urine on the bathroom seats. On top and of that. And the toilet paper is like hard. Thin? What are you doing? What am all, I spending yeah. this money on? If you the, know, the bathroom of a place actually makes you feel better than sometimes the inside. If you ever go in a bathroom and so mm-hmm. nice, you'd be like, I'm in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. It, it makes you feel good. Yes. Like, you know I mean? S- spark um, the dispensary on Folsom between 7th and 8th. 8th? 8th and 9th? Anyways, it's across the street from the um, food stamps place. Their bathroom is like a day spa. It is nice. like the water when it comes out is these special like water like See, like wow. a waterfall thing. And if I ever have a restaurant, I'm gonna tell you the bathroom is gonna be the centerpiece. It is yeah. about the it's, bathroom. It's I totally be, agree. Because I want people to walk in the bathroom if they have to and say, "Wow, I'm in the right spot." Right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Because <laughs> when when you eat, sometimes afterwards you got shit. No, they're and gonna say chapeau. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Listen, because especially in San Francisco, you don't want ill. San Francisco has the worst bathrooms. Okay. If you can find them. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're going to a nice place, like you said, foreign cinema, you're like, God damn it! I just spent all this money and i'm in san francisco you know san francisco you i'll give you don't trust give, people in san francisco like one more shout con. out <laughs> what they conned you they like yeah, yeah. we have this four and seven this nice place and then you go to the bathroom like, like we would uh, just play it's, <laughs> it's on your dreams uh there was a this is in portola i pick up some kids from school and one the little girl i always ask them when they leave does anyone have to go potty because we leave the school we have a little walk anyways we're at the bottom of the street and she looks at me and she's like nanny pammy i gotta go potty badly and i'm like all right let's figure it out and so we're we we walked the third place we walked into it was a korean barbecue and they were the sweetest ladies and they said yes of course this young lady may use the restroom and so she went back and used it and we sat down and I explained to Teak that these five, this is a Korean barbecue and what that means and everything. But the whole point, they were so nice. Other people were, I was like, this, this little girl, she has to go potty. And they're like, no, get out of here. And I'm like, Ew. ah. See, that's why I don't like San Francisco sometimes. Y'all are some mean-ass folks. Some exactly. of y'all some of y'all are so goddamn mean. The best place to take a child to go potty, and that's the thing is you kind of have to have a kid. And if you have to go yourself, blame it on the kid. Nail salons. They will always let you in. They are the sweetest ladies. Sometimes they're nice. They, I've never had them say no to yeah. to, a, to a child. Let's 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 do an experiment. Let's see if uh, if uh, they'll let me go. Well, exactly. So <laughs> this would be an interesting thing. Well, this would be an interesting thing if 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 we had a child with me, me alone, or you. And versus you, actually, because because different. we have some different we have some different melanin in the room, and it would be and different ages and all different genders. So it would be interesting to see they go with how close-minded. My height and demeanor <laughs> automatically puts a lot of people off guard. And, it, and you have to be a person that would like just a human that actually would get to know people before you make judgments. Everybody, listen, everybody has it. Mm-hmm. It's a mechanism to protect yourself. I do too. Sure. Right? When I see um, European males from 20 something in more than two, I feel threatened. Oh, you mean, you mean you mean Tyler and uh, like Chad. Oliver, Chad, all Chad. Of yeah, yeah. Like I, you know, all because not it's not because I know that some some <laughs> one of them feels as though they could get away with it. Yep. Whatever that is. Yes. Whatever. I agree with you. They feel as though, and I yes. don't, and I don't, and I can't, I can't. Even impacts. I can't. Yo, even better impacts. Try, try being a uh, 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 a woman like me. 
and the just they would say some of the stupidest things like the restaurant that I worked at in the fucking marina <laughs> I had so many different experiences there with Chad's and Oliver's like singing like hotline Brit, Brit, Brit. yeah Brent, singing like Brent. Drake to me at a table I'm like why are you doing this or like hey what's up girl like do all this they, they, and I'm just like listen here Chad like <laughs> or like hey girl how you doing I'm like no how are you doing yeah like they don't double, talk to me like this some MTV fucking clubhouse shit they always double down on lame like whatever they know they, they double down on like saying well I know I'm not cool but let me play like I'm cool because I know that you think you know yeah I mean? let just, me talk your jive yeah, yeah and I'm like but it's, no but it's always a, it's, it's like they tell bad inside jokes because they're not inside jokes or they try to hit on you, 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 you or like like girl you got a nice it's, ass I'm like who the fuck you think you talking to Brad yeah <laughs> no I was just playing girl and yeah, I'm like, why? So please, but go it's away. an inside joke for like they think it's an inside. Like that's what nothing more upsetting than somebody thinking they're being patronized. You like you don't know. It. Yeah. Like I mean, it's like you. I know you're being a jerk okay. right now. Okay, you know I am guilty of having sex with a Chad and Oliver and a Tyler it's before. Okay. It happened. No, I really regret that well, shit. You shouldn't do it I because say that. no, no. <laughs> Sometimes you live, you learn, and those three times were terrible. And I remember one time, one guy said it. I've never been with a black girl before, and I'm like, ah! Oh, I'm screaming in my head. You know, I did not stay overnight I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I snuck out and I did the walk of shame yeah. now that was like the walk of shame for reals because mm, yeah. plus plus I left because he had good cocaine speaking of shame I I'd like to get your take on the most recent R. Kelly comings out also everyone's been talking about it's been very hot let's go this week has been very hot let's go a lot of people also wanted to talk about louis ck oh yes maybe a little cosby uh because let's go ck's back did you see the picture i posted that's him in 1988 that picture i posted and no one knew jonathan was like who's that guy with the red hair he's only 51 years old yeah that was him he was 21 in 1988 yeah okay so so r kelly okay so i saw all six you did yeah i did i'm being from Chicago, I've met that ne- Negro. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, he is creepy, and some of the stories that I learned—he's older than I us, right? Yeah, he's in his fifties. Yeah, he's <gasps> in his fifties. Yeah, yeah, he Sorry, is. Yeah, he's that. in his fifties. Yeah, he. Um, my best friend Bridget, he used to go to the uh, the Rock and Roll McDonald's. Is she a midget? No, Bridget. He's he's he, he made her Bridget though in the uh, trapped in the closet. He made a character named Bridget because he just wanted to say midget Bridget. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a that whole Negro don't know how to read. thing about the midget Bridget. Mm. I'm like, okay, go back. He, so, but he, it is it is fact that yes, he used to cruise. He even tried to pick her up when she was 14. This mm. is back in the 90s uh, because he would cruise around Rock and Roll McDonald's or the Hyde Park McDonald's. Ooh. And then I did meet that Negro once. Oh, oh! It was, he was, he's just oozes creepiness, and he was ashy too. And ashy. I just I can't trust ashy folks. I don't like ashy people either. I just there's <laughs> and that to me because you're like you're kind of a dirtbag, literally. And you know this was around the time when the in 2002 that's when I first moved to Chicago. This is right when that sex tape dropped, <gasps> and I and I had stayed away from him since the Aaliyah days because I'm like something ain't right about him. Mm. Something he creepy, and I was right, and I did see the tape. I, I actually that. own it. 
I own oh, the sex tape. Yeah, yeah. I do. Is it sexy? Yeah. Is it gross? Oh, no, it's not you, sexy. You want to take a shower. It's okay. kind of creepy. It's really creepy. It's it's really like, you're like, because we were selling that shit on the west side. It's, it's, That's it's, how I got it's it. as though he was doing it to see how creepy he is. Yes. Like he wasn't doing it. He was doing it. It's, yeah. like, it's like, it was these tapes, when he was doing it, was his personal trophies. Yes. Sure. To like, like, like a, like, like a, uh, like how it's Like asshole. a serial killer. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. like I could go a back and, and, and get myself yes. off because I just mm-hmm. manipulated this young girl. Sure. Yes. So, so, but here's where. I get pissed off black people you knew about this this shit ain't brand new there was a tape and just because a negro is acquitted don't mean he did not did it or did did it what a, yeah, what you know what yeah. I'm trying to say OJ think about that one too um, but I get re- I'm really pissed off because I'm like y'all niggas know about this shit god damn it what, why know, would? You know. and I, I blame the, the me too thing yes I get it I think me too is kind of racist too mm. I'm gonna get to that one no, I'm gonna get I'm, I'm gonna get I got. I'm not a yeah. Me Too. I'm not on I'm it not anymore. Not a Me Too either. I'm not on nah. it anymore. I see what they're trying to do. I, I suggest men start a Not Me movement. No, men, you sit back, <laughs> fall yeah, back. Right. Just men me, fall back. That's what you have to like. No, yeah. this is our fight. Okay, fall back. Yeah, please do. Fall back. Get on top of it. Just support us. You're losing right now, by the yeah, way. Absolutely. I know. Yeah. yeah. Because, thing is, because it's beyond common sense. But go ahead. It's because no, no. it is. Well, but because the Me Too movement has taken things beyond common sense. And thank you. Because, and and it's it's hurting people even. Even in our own community, there have been people yes. saying, this guy's a rapist. And it's like, okay, he might have sexually assaulted people or not even that. He likes to pull his dick out in public. Is that appropriate? No. Is it an alcohol problem? Yes. But he's not a rapist. Like Aziz Ansari. Well, that's we what we, well, and Aziz Ansari. That scenario that one was, was the reason why Me Too is an issue. Yes, because thank the you. girl just instantly said, look, mm-hmm. first of all. We read that online. A, we read it that was she, a bad date. It, was, it, it must, wasn't yes. even a bad date. But it was a great was date. Smart. She's just a cunty he bitch. Yes. He realized somewhere in the, the folly that this person really I shouldn't be dealing with. Right. She was she mad that he disengaged. She right. he couldn't read her thoughts. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he yeah. disengaged, feeling that this is awkward because he really met her at the Golden Globe. It was right, she right, was, right, right. Right. She was so, with someone else. She was on a date with someone else, and he she was on saw, a date she with saw, else. She saw she saw dollar signs, and then they she went saw, on a date. Yeah. And then he and then she complained because she likes red wine better than white. But <laughs> yeah. but they went to a they went to an 1800s schooner to eat oysters, and of course, if you had any class. You 23 year old. I'm a graduate student. I'm 23. And of course, he's interested in my whatever I'm doing because I am so scintillating. He's a famous person. Get over yourself, 23 year old. You're a pretty girl. I'm sorry. Is that, is that, she was using her prettiness and her privilege and stuff to be on a date with a famous person. What do you think? It's the same thing I say with if if it's three in the morning and, and I'm at a bar and Kobe Bryant looks at me and goes, you and me upstairs. I'm not going to be like, he totally wants to talk about me in comedy and and my scintillating. (laughs) No, he wants to fuck me. I get it. I'm sick of women not having responsibility for their own actions. Thank you. If you get drunk at a frat house and and some, and you wake up, okay, it's not your fault, but you should not drink that much at a frat party. Don't you know? It's like, it's like saying like, well, I'm so perfect and everything's pretty. So I don't have to take any responsibility for anything. It's their fault. You have to know Mm -hmm. where you are and what you're doing. When I got mugged in the tenderloin, it was pretty much my fault because it was almost three in the morning. It's not my fault. I'm not victim blaming, but it was three in the morning and I was drunk. And I was. You, being you all know better. Silly. I you knew better. better. That's I knew the. What, better. That's the thing. You're and, an adult. 
and he I should shouldn't have been. Yeah, and I was and drunk. I, and, and I have, I don't have the luxury. For me, I don't have the luxury to make those type of mistakes. Right. I'm yeah. not going to put myself in environments and situations where, when I look back, I could have said I shouldn't even been in that environment. Right. And that's and right. that's what I and, and that is in male or not. Right. That is how people should look at environments. Meaning that if you put yourself like the Kobe Bryant situation, a lot of situations, Aziz situation, mm-hmm. in certain other situations, even Cosby in a lot of ways, even some R. Kelly, right? the parents. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, the parents. The parents right? were the ones that you because yep. you're responsible for the, the you're responsible for their environment. Mm-hmm. When you become an adult, you're responsible for, for your, your environment. environment. Right, so right. therefore, if you know this person has a history of right, dot, then dot, why dot. would you have them anywhere around it? Man, if I was in Chicago and I had a daughter and, and I knew that she was around the place where R. Kelly might be, you know what I mean? I'd be going with her. Like, yeah, I, like what I'm saying you is, go to McDonald's, Master P let's go just recently out. said, he said, listen, I don't know if R. Kelly did or not, but the parents, because he said, I would listen. The how everybody in the house is getting. I'm burning down the house. Right. I would have been on CNN. Yeah. You would have did an interview for me in jail over my family. So he's like, "What is wrong with y'all? Yeah. To where you're not willing to fight for your own daughter? And the thing yeah, is, like, exactly. there's this is after this is after the trial. That's the thing. This is after the trial in 2008. So you knew this Negro with the goddamn it shit. Yeah, I mean, it's you, just you it's just one of those was, things. But see, and this is the thing about fame and glamour, right? Mm. Because a lot of times the women he so called victimized, and I'm hearing some of the women that was even on the show is front row at the concert. Uh-huh. So what I'm saying is that's what happens when when you have fame. See, this is the this is why R. Kelly's situation is tough. Every artist at his that level That shit ain't tough No, no, no Every artist at, No, it isn't tough But this is the fuzzy part Every artist at his level Or even close to Has groupies Oh, absolutely Those, those yeah. groupies yeah. Function in the same way That he's using them as Right The problem is That most of the time That should be Grown women that are consensual Right, when right When you right. have your groupies When they're children be, Right So when you have any Because he should have had No stories If they were exactly. all 18 Right. There would have been no story. No. There might have been abuse, but guess what? Fabulous is abusive too. That's another what I'm saying Negro is, what I'm I canceled. Saying is there's people that are abusive that you don't know about because they have targeted their abuser. Exactly. They, they're, they're saying this right. is the people I abuse. And, and once you make enough money, you are you know you feel it beyond everything. This also you know, goes... Like just get a tattoo on my face of an ice cream cone. This yeah, goes... Yeah. And, and then this also goes with the fact of like this the whole R. Kelly thing of like all these girls were young boys black girls and then on top if these were young white girls oh he'd be in Bridget jail. his oh, ass would have been we'll gone no, we're not, we not even gonna see that. no no what's funny no one talks about that aspect because if he touched Becky on her hand Oh. You know, in Chicago, if he went to the other neighborhood in Chicago mm. and tried to go to that McDonald's there, he'd be in jail. Oh yeah, so, he he would have right? been in and jail. The reason, and a, a lot long of time reason ago. why he's been able to get a, away with it in courts and otherwise is because they don't value black girls, yes, our exactly. bodies. They exactly. don't value. Yeah, and that's and that's and the then even our community doesn't value. Even oh, yeah. black women don't even value their bodies because they're they still a group. They're still a large, and most of them are old, like old black ladies now, overweight that are fans of his. 
that will it play. They will pray the the R Kelly piss piss no religion. Why? I know why? Because they, they because, like he ain't did it. Because in their reality, you got to understand R Kelly made a lot. Okay, exclude I get, I get exclude it. this. He is the a music. lot of sexual memories. Babies have been made. Step in the name of love is a the, great song. What I'm saying is these like the, happy and and, and happy trapped people. in the closet is one of the most brilliant pieces of film that's ever happened in the history of Man. the world. Everyone has an R. Kelly thing. I believe we can fly. Fuck that song. No, that's a dope song. No, I fucking hate that song. Aaliyah's first album, when that came out when I was 12, 13, Age Ain't Nothing Back But A Number, that was my shit. I will dance to mm. I Love Me Some Aaliyah, R.I.P. I know. Was, was he in on that? That was yes, his that production. Was yeah. But, but, he produced the majority no, 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 of that no, no, album. I mean, was he in on her, the, the, the plane crash, but was it like no, an inside no, job? No, no, no. That was long. She was with Dame Dash at the time. By that time, yeah. And then Dame Dash came out and said, hey, listen, I didn't even like, you know, because yeah. he could say more now than he could before. He's like, listen, when Jay-Z did that collaboration, I wasn't for it. Yeah. Uh, Aaliyah told him that she said she couldn't even talk about him. She said he's a bad man. Think wow. about that. Yeah. Think about that. Was that was back in the late she's, 90s. She's 24 at the time, and this happened when she was 16, and all she could say about R. Kelly. She didn't that, make it to 24. Okay, 20-something. She was like, she died at 21. Okay, dance. 21, she sorry. Crazy. She didn't make she, it to she, she said that he was a bad man. That's what yeah. a psychologically damaged person says about someone. Exactly. And that's when I got turned off by him yeah. because there was these little stories that were popping out about that. Consistently. And, and that was before the tape. Right. That yeah. was before. Yeah. The, and yeah. then the tape comes so out and it's just like, oh, yeah, that's him. No, it ain't. It ain't him. Well, Man, that was funny because it was him. I'm like, black people, why you got to be in denial about this shit? Let the because nigga go. I believe I, I can fly. Listen, listen, I gave up Kanye. I'm oh. done. I gave up Kanye. no. no. Mm-mm. I can't. I can't. I can't. I know. You can't it's give it's hard. It's hard. Know why? Know why? Because mental illness is real. I and, know. And, and the truth of the matter is that he's still but working through it. And I believe that I'd like to believe, and I always believe in redemption, that he can recover from this trauma. Because you think Kanye trauma. can recover from backing forty-five? Yeah, I know. I believe so because a lot of people have backed forty-five, and they're not going to lose anything. He just mm. did it publicly. This is what I'm trying but to say. But he's making it's bad. No, 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 no. This is what I'm trying to say. Right, <laughs> that Kanye, truthfully and honestly, is power driven, and that's not a bad mm. thing, right? He's saying what he in my he wants this, to be the president. Th- this is what I'm saying mm. in his mind, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. He's saying, "Hey, listen, everybody else is excluded." I'm one of those guys. I wouldn't do it with Trump, but like I was a guy on a ship when you got in trouble, when everybody iced you. Because they didn't want to be in trouble next to you, I would go be friends with you because I know how it feels to be in that space. And that, then when you, if you were to come up, you automatically remember me, and and I automatically could move in a different way because I have respect. What I'm saying is, he's trying to garner the respect of the half of the nation that is in power. You feel me? That he can use to move forward when he needs to move forward. Wow. Which is not a, I, no, I, which, I which, know is, that. which is a bigger move than how you feel about me today. What I'm saying I, I, is but he's he saying, right listen, no, no. Answer. He's saying, hey, listen, I know my people love me. He knows this. No, wait, hold on. He knows this. But he's like, these people don't care. And if I could get them to even acknowledge me, I can move them too. And that's and you gotta understand, <laughs> when you move into music, Kanye 
transcended. I yeah. So therefore, a lot of young European men in the twenties and thirties grew up on Kanye like I grew up on Kanye. Ditto. Yeah. So that, so that yeah. means that they don't look at him as like some black guy. They look at him as the guy that made the music that I because he makes made great music. To. He makes yeah, great music. But to. then why do we make him a god and why do we let him be Jesus no, no. and say that? Like we've but we what what are, I'm saying I'm, I'm saying and it's because he's it's, mentally ill. But celebrity. No, why he's do we imitating Jay Z? What I'm saying is you got to understand Jay Z been calling stuff Hova. Why do we put people? Why do we even? Make ah. these household names and follow. They are people, and the yet only we one that Jesus on is Prince. <laughs> Close, no, I and love he Prince. never called himself Jesus. I know that. because I, you know I had an idea. I call it the Purple Navy. There you go. <laughs> I really feel like the Prince, greats don't no, have to say they're great. Prince really should have his own spiritual belief system. Sure, like, I would no, be the no, first to real. follow. Like I mean, I'm saying, like look at how you move, how you function. That's how you do it. No, what I'm saying is, I would man, I feel like more people should have followed Prince. I would, yeah, no, I don't. What is it? What would what would Prince do? Exactly. That's what I want to do. Have you ever been to a Prince concert and see how diverse and everyone gets along? And it's just like it's like a that is a love and peace festival and a one of the best shows I've seen him five times. If it was a hologram he, Prince concert, yeah. I would go right now. Well, and it's it's um it's unfortunate that he was a victim of the uh, opiate opioids. Opioids. You know, you know, my conspiracy theorist inside me won't let me allow me to. Oh oh no! Highly capable as Prince that barely did, did, didn't use any drugs unless he had to right. decided that he was going to take more than what he should have it's very hard hey look he died in the elevator ain't nobody going to let the elevator take us down no. oh no let's oh, no, go let's go Ooh. wow the industry killed him because he got his masters less than a year Ooh. before he died wow because he wasn't a slave. Period. Wow. Honor he brothers. got his masters back, controlled by his estate. <gasps> yeah. Nothing they could by do with Warner him. Brothers. And he had a vault full of shit they ain't never heard before. Don't wow. make me start believing this. I'm just, I'm I, just, hey, I'm hey, 1492 lies. I'm in. Dude, Prince was, don't Prince make was an inside job. Purple Navy. We need to investigate this. Prince was an inside job. Yeah. Because look, because what I'm Damn. saying is, me and my pops was talking about this. We was like, how? Okay, I understand people like their isolation. I understand that Prince uh, was an artist that isolated himself to do his creative work. But how did he have an assistant that was at least around in the compound? Somebody yeah. that was in contact with him. Well, how there was nobody around? Even the doctor that he had around was kind of funny. Yeah, God what I'm saying it. is, listen. What I'm saying <laughs> is, when you're Prince when you're powerful me. and you want to take out somebody that is gaining power, because when yeah. you got them and he get, he was powerful, but he gained more power because he got his master. You can surround back, yeah. yourself, surround his team. You can infiltrate. It was it could have been a long term plan to get sure. all sure. of his inner circle close enough for well, infiltrating. This, well, you, back back in the '90s, he changed the name to the symbol in '94 yeah, because of it. Warner Brothers, and yeah. that's why he had slave, and that's where all. God damn it! Don't make me what start I'm believing saying this is shit. They've been working on him for a long time, and when and, and listen, the nail in the coffin is when he got those when he won his masters back. That means they could do nothing in a digital and age. Started, and then he started wow. becoming he political. Been, listen, you think Jay Z got power? Imagine what Prince could do when he has his masters. He could choose whichever streaming service. That he can well, go to. also wow. too, he started becoming really political, especially after the Michael Brown stuff and what yeah. have you. So he started to get poli- politically he was active. With Van Jones, the big tech urban yeah. communities on the low. Oh, like wow. you know what I'm saying? He man, he he was look. Prince had always been active. 
That's what people don't mm-hmm. get. Like you don't. He learned that celebrity means I'm always going to be watched, but mm-hmm. power means I get to function and be a celebrity when I want to. And I don't have and to say what, very much. And, that's, and I don't have to say very much because what I do is already there. Yeah. I don't have to. I let the music tell you. Don't you don't need to know where who financed this. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't need to know. Real powerful people get figured. That's and that's what I'm saying. That's how you do behalf. it, Kanye. That's what I'm trying to say. But see, he ain't made it there yet, and that's what upsets me because know why? And, not, and I'm not blaming the Kardashians. What I'm trying, what I'm, what I know. <laughs> they have what a little I'm, bit of. No, blame. what I'm going to point out is bit. when you're around, Back like imagine, OJ. okay, imagine us right now. We're doing, we're in entertainment OJ. currently. That's true. We're doing some entertainment stuff. But imagine if no matter where we went after this, we're doing entertainment now. People listening is great, right? And no matter where we went. There was a camera there waiting for us. Oh, that, that okay. Yes. So that's that. and then so what? I'm, I'm not talking about like oh because I'm a celebrity I do concerts. You know there's paparazzi now. No, I'm talking about you go to your mother-in-law's house and there's cameras. You go. You get what I'm saying? You, you go take to, a shit. You, you what I'm saying is there's a crew around. There's a stranger. There's an infiltrator. There's huh. somebody that isn't for your best interest in the room, every room. Wow. So why are you so marry a Kardashian? So you can't. You can't. You know what I mean? When do you turn it off? When Jay and Beyonce are smart because they say, "Hey, listen, we're celebrities. We can get this anytime we want to, but we have got our inner circle on lock." That's, that's, yeah. so, that's so funny. There, there's a there's a show on Netflix right now called Happy, and there's a part where this one of the characters is being followed around. It's like the real mob wives or whatever in, <laughs> in New Jersey and New York and stuff, and they're following her around the camera crew, and the camera crew ends up like. Like it's real stuff that happened. They end up getting like shot, and someone's hurt, and <laughs> all this crazy stuff because there's cameras everywhere that are following. It's 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 absurd, but that's actually a truth. Like there are that's how shows like are. that. I mean, like the Osbournes. Remember that one? Ozzy oh, Osbourne just like bumbling around, like oh, 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 and look like, what happened. Oh, he's gonna fall down the stairs like a train wreck. Yeah, oh, 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 and look yeah. what happened. Yeah, I don't know nothing. They're all the same. Sharon Osbourne still has. Oh power. no no! Like the son end up uh, the son and the daughter or the son end up having a horrible heroin problem oh really and then kelly osborne had some issues as well uh uh, ozzy went back to drugs and then sharon and him broke up for a minute why do i know this i don't know why do you know this why why do we know things about celebrities i don't know okay so we talked about our kelly that was great we need to talk about that uh louis let's go to louis louis (laughs) ck so uh He's back again at the top of everyone's minds, uh, or Fuck. and at the, at the tip of up. this dick. Um, He's fucking up. Well, and why do we we do we care? And some people were saying the other day, like they kind of got on my case because I say, I say, I feel the same way about Cosby. Can we separate the man from the work, like from that's hard the comedy? So and and in comedy, you, you are you kind of inform so. me. On what the controversy with Louis C.K. Oh. Because to me, it's kind of hard to tell. Me, like, it's like okay, one thing is a bad joke. Oh no, a, no, this goes to okay, like me so, too. Yeah, I don't know what's going right. on. So originally, um, so for years, supposedly, well, if you've ever listened to Louis C.K.'s material, he talks a lot about his pathetic little wiener and about like <laughs> jacking off and being like gross about you. Like he has, he has, you know, he's like a little child. Ah. Yeah, yeah. And he has lots and lots of material about his pathetic little wiener. Well, um. Some comedians came out, some female comedians came out and said that years ago and currently, like for, for a long time, he has a, he has, he has a pattern of sort of bringing them up to hotel rooms and and one of them he asked first if he could jack off in front of them and then he did it anyway. So he kind of asked for consent from these two female comedians, but it didn't matter, he did it anyways. And then like kind of, 
ruining people's careers over it or sort of threatening that power using his power and his little penis using his power to 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 jack off in front of that's where i support the me right right like that part exactly if if somebody now if somebody doesn't have no power over you 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 know i mean then it's just assault and you could call it but when you when somebody says i'll destroy your career i'll stop your money you're gonna or i'll give you something if you do let me like that there's if you do this there's something in it for you with your career sort of thing Yeah. yeah And, and that he did it in front of female comedians. Now, as a, and I'm not, obviously I'm not doing real shows. I mean, I've done some real shows, but I'm not, you know, like real person. Like like the people are like Sarah you Silverman and Jen Kirkman. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and these kinds of people, Chelsea Handler. And, um, and if, let's say, and I, so I put myself in that situation. If, let's say, Louis C.K. comes to Mutiny Radio, I'd be like, oh my God, totally jack off in front of me. Like, just tell jokes about your pathetic little wiener while you're doing it. I'd be so starstruck. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, I most mean, of the time, that's probably what happens. Right. But then I guess there's also people who have relationships under- with these but people. But you got to understand that the Me Too movement was really about retroactively calling out men that did things. Right. So, so yeah. it was about being retroactive, meaning saying, "Hey, look, now I'm not afraid right. of the repercussions of your power." Sure. So now I'm going to call you out on it, right. which I don't necessarily have a problem with either. But see, like I didn't know that what you just said like, about you know bringing women to jack yeah. off, like you know, yeah. that that's, the whole thing is about him jacking actually, off. In front that's of actually that's actually and he was doing. He would sometimes get do it with <laughs> not not with women's consent, right? So you were forced to do it. But now he's he's fucking up again. He said, okay, so he already did a horrible set. I think he came out uh, early last year uh, at the Comedy Cellar, did some really bad jokes. This time, <laughs> he did some really, really, like, not now, not that they're offensive, they were just bad. That's what I, but see, this is the thing. This is where I want to, I'm not defending Louis C.K. as a, as a, as a, I wouldn't even say a comedian, as a junior interest in comedy, right? Meaning I'm still going there, Right. If you're working out material, like, see, this is the thing about the time gap. Back in the day, you could go to clubs and bomb every day just to you're figure out what to. your your act is, right? Right. When you go to a small, even bigger comedians, they have to go to smaller clubs that they know isn't a bigger audience just to work out material. material. Now right. that material might not be good because you got to understand that you're always straddling the line of funny and offensive. Trust me, you don't have to tell me. I went to the school of comedy. Yeah, I get it. No, no, for for our I get audience, it. it's it's. So, I get so, it. So, so you're saying that he was trying stuff out so i feel like in this now mind you it's compounded upon other things but he was trying something out right and it was recorded because we have all well, recorded we record everything right. and then yeah. it comes out but he's lewis ck you know netflix special comedian jack off in front of girls right so <laughs> i think he needs to sit, sit i think he needs to sit down for a moment no he no he probably should but guess what he's a he's not when, what were, the, what were the new jokes about that? Oh, were it was bad. Parkland. It was, it was, it was a Parkland one. A, the thing is, like, he could have. I mean, I get it. You have to try your shit out. And what sucks is there are cameras all around you. I do, I do agree with but that. That's what Dave Chappelle was saying. Like, I you know, can't I don't work. Want, I can't work out new material anymore. Right. So what? So now, so what he does is that in his shows, that he he divested or worked with a team where to they have take pockets. your phones. Yeah. You put a little pocket in front of you, which exits out all the signals. Yeah. So there's a time where he says, "Take your." pictures da 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 and then you had to but, put your but, phone but in it's time for the show so you can't go in so you can't so his material doesn't go out yeah wait, wait, I went you, to, you burning it's called burning material yeah the, yeah. so you, can't, you don't want to he did material. that I went to a show a couple years ago and I put my phone in a bag I'm like yeah I'll put my phone in the bag because yeah. I because not all this stuff was funny 
but I get it because we we have a camera. We actually have cameras in our faces every day. Yeah. So I mean, there are good things for police reasons and crazy white folks. Sure, sure. But there are, there are shitty reasons well, where you can't you can't do a set. It's like without, or you can't do anything without being filmed. Robin Williams did a set at. Um, it used to be the Holy City Zoo, but it's called D- Dirty Tricks, and now it's called something else. It's on Clement Street, and this is years ago before he died, and I happened to be at that open mic. I got to open for Robin Williams. Uh, wow. But no, I mean, I did it. It was an open mic, and he showed up. Yeah. So he told everyone in the audience, please don't film me. Put your phones away, and I'll, I'll go. He would have gone on for like 50 minutes, but he was only able to do like eight minutes because Sweet Gail was filming it on her phone and he asked her multiple times. He said, please put your phone away. And she wouldn't do it. She's like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to film you. And so he stopped. So yeah, because He was no like, I can't because, be filmed. Because because you, because there's a point where you want to be vulnerable and make the mistakes with that audience. Right. Right. So you want to say, okay, this is the time where I'm, I might not be Robin Williams that you yeah. know. Right. So let me make this mistake with you. Sure. Let, let's work this out it, together. It was amazing. It was an amazing eight minutes and Sweet Gail fucked it up for everybody. Yeah. Um, so Louis C.K. now is back just because he made, just because he had a bad joke. Well, I mean, it's not just that. It was he, just compounding, right? Yeah. It's, it's, the thing is, it's just like, he, it. The, the first thing that he did, and then he made something about men, black men's dicks and Asian dicks. And the thing <laughs> I was just like, oh, damn, you, you're doing this this joke? It's just like, I'm like, damn, you really need to work on your shit. Um, a couple months ago, he came out with some some corny ass jokes but they filmed him he went to the thing is he went to the comedy cellar oh. where he usually would go that's where he's got started at so i'm like he should he should have went to some dusty old long island place yeah right because yeah. i think the thing is like if you're gonna try out mater- material and especially you're on the spotlight like him maybe you should go to like go where, was far, far, where was he at? um the first time uh he told those shitty jokes was he was at the comedy cellar um and in, in, no no in new york, the, new york. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah go to the midwest and work out material. yeah yeah <laughs> and then he was this time he was at i think it was at another small comedy place i it was in new york someplace but honestly he, if you want to do here's what he has to do and that's what that's what celebrity that's the price of fame yeah. you might have to put on a disguise oh that's so funny and you might have to i know it sucks but it sucks no, that you great. put your dick out too huh but so you, that's but, your punishment but how, but how could you do your style when you're pretending to be somebody else do your shit in the fucking midwest but the only way to, yeah that's what i'm saying you gotta go, <laughs> yeah. go to an obscure comedy club yeah. where you know the owner because you've been there before go you know go work out that's why there's, there's places in newark as i've been told because i think kevin hart had the same problem where it's a, you that's why comedians just pop up right yeah because they're like i don't want to be on the bill i gotta just work this out sure, I, sure. I wrote this my team wrote this i need to see if it works right right you know what i mean plus yeah. i need to do it I, if i don't do it i can't even get the rhythm of it yeah it's true it's so, we're so lucky here at mutiny radio yeah we have so, so much stage time wouldn't that be nice if someone like popped up here oh my god well and that happened once um a guy came who uh, he, he was on Comedy Central. He had a special and all that. And now I can't remember his name. But he asked. We actually turned off the feed because he was like, he couldn't. He was like, it can't be streamed. I can't be recorded. So we just played something else and all laughed and laughed and laughed. It was great. It was during the festival last year. That's right. See? I can't remember his yeah, name. So, and, but this is this is what this is what I'm saying. I, all that other stuff, he's out of pocket. But this new thing is kind of like a com- comedian's problem, right? Not like a not like he didn't because bad jokes happen. I mean, well, I don't see here's and since well, we're talking about that, no, he oh, never did. Sad face. 
I don't think Kevin Hart needed to apologize. No, I don't think so. I don't either. think that. I'm like, fuck that. No. no, no he don't what know. was Kevin Hart apologizing for? <sighs> years ago, 10 years ago. 10 years ago. <laughs> he put out a tweet that insinuated that he didn't want his son to be gay. Oh. Right, which which I mean, it was a little it was a little bit lighthearted than that, but that was the gist. Am I correct? Yeah. So okay, so now ten within between that ten years, he was got a little flack. He apologized. Mm-hmm. He made apologetic tweets. He apologized. He took that part of his act. You get what I'm saying? Sure. You know, because it wasn't like completely bashing. It was no, secondhand. He was, was ta- and then he was talking to his so homeboy and call, yeah, and you know. t- calling him like gay or something like that. He was talking to his homie. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was secondhand. But he yeah. grew up and he grew up in the time where I remember when I was little, everyone. I would say you're that's so gay. gay. <laughs> you're so gay. That's so yeah, gay. Yeah, yeah. I still see. And that was and the kids and when I when I was teaching school in the late '90s and early thousands, that's so gay. And I'd be like, you can't say that anymore. But if you look at the word <laughs> <if you laughs> anymore, actually, I'm really big on etymology. And if you look at the word gay, yeah, it puts. A, a person or in front but the reality of it is like it means like happy, happy. Dis- dis- yeah. disposition but when you you're say dis- any word in a, in a disrespectful way like when, when kids go oh you're so gay you're basically saying that it's some, there's something wrong with it mm-hmm. it's the same thing as like it's just any you're word you can, you, yeah cake sniffer I mean you can make anything sound like a terrible slur <laughs> you, that's true I mean so it's just it's about how you use it like bitch can be a nice term spear chucker like, oh that oh, is one but you can <laughs> escape from it's me. hard to get away from that but you can call someone a bitch and be like oh she's my bitch and it can be a nice but, thing but it's a term but, of it amongst your friend like you can, can be yeah. or it can be that we bitch can say which is any, no we good we can yeah. come up with a word amongst ourselves what up, how? that might be oh, offensive yeah. to someone who doesn't hear it right? exactly so what I'm saying with uh, uh, Kevin Hart is that in the academy situation mm-hmm. they the brought academy. up some old like first of all it was a troll it wasn't it wasn't an organization it wasn't a he already had covered all those bases years yeah. ago but white it people was, weren't listening it was a, it was a, 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 the internet and anonymous whoever that said hey this is wrong in the academy instead of just saying hey he's a celebrity somebody's hating this like makes sense we don't need to talk about it they tried to get him to do something that he had already done Right. Which is actually kind of offensive. Yeah. In a sense. Exactly. Which, because but you t- you're telling me that I'm not a responsible human being and I have a problem with homosexuals. I've already discussed this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But they'll give Roman Polanski an award. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well they'll give Woody Allen an award. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I, as long as they're over 18 I mean look at Hugh No Hester. no they were Roman Polanski That oh, was 12 She was, she was 12 oh, God, 12 That's pocket. She was that's 12 Out of pocket That's, that's, that's no good um, But <laughs> that was, He was at but, Jack Nicholson's house I mean if you're yeah. Oof that Hollywood stuff it, is yeah, real, that's, that's man. So, Hollywood mean, children, not there's not a whole good. there's a no, whole sex children. Yeah, I mean that's terrible. I don't it's even really like. This is the thing. I have a thing about L.A. that you go to L.A. It's like you. St- LA is a mission that you go in, you get what you have to go and leave. I love like LA. You, can, you can't like I don't feel like because the way I'm from the Bay and I've traveled, but it's like I look at LA as like you better have an intent. Yeah. Because uh, if you don't have an intent upon being, why the fuck are you there? Then then you will be spit out because because mm-hmm. there's so Turns much. Out. That, look, every time I've been there, all I've been around was people that store coke and they're in the industry. Huh. Like meaning that people that are like it's so close and it's not, not even a coke thing. I'm just talking about the lifestyle. Those it's like lifestyle it's, it just, you know what I'm saying. You start to, it's like a trick. Like you just hanging and you say, oh you can kick it, you can party. You don't even 
you just be there and you could be there for three weeks and you don't even know where you're living. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it just it just could roll. I like the fact that I'm pretty smart, so the fact that everyone pretends like they're a producer or a model actor, and when people tell me that, I laugh. I'm just like, <laughs> aren't we all? Yeah, right? <laughs> and, I mean, and that's why I like LA, because I can call it on its bullshit. It's so no, that, funny. When I was down there, really, there was a girl who said, I met her at a party in, in, in Newport Beach, and we were on the water and everything, and we're sitting around this... this um, gas fire you know it's so warm and nice and it's like a thing and we're looking at the waves and I'm like what What do you what do you do she goes oh um I sing hooks for rap songs and I'm like okay. excuse me like are you a she's female like, Nate dog yeah she's like I sing she's like I sing on you know like all these songs she's like I just I do like a line and I just I just go in and I like sing she's and so then dead. they like use that again and again in the well, song wait, you do a line or you do a line no she does like a line like a she'll, she'll like sing or a line or a line or a line a line, like a line. Like a line a line or a line okay, but yeah, she's okay. so so she's I'm doing there. some type of line there's something i think and i think that she was lying to me i yeah. mean line what you do not do look my thing is you when I go to tell LA, me what song you sing on i just say she's I'm, like tons of songs everyone's coming up they love me i, I just oh wanted God. the closest celebrity and say i'm their cousin oh that's, that's good that's, yeah, 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 that way i don't you know who are you oh i'm his cousin even if I'm, it doesn't matter, dude. I'm his, I'm his cousin. cousin. Yeah. yeah, that way I don't have to be anything. I you know see, like I'm not even that close. If they ask, they say, "Is he your cousin?" They be like, "Oh fuck no!" I'm like, "No, I'm in him." Ah. I actually, I actually met Christopher Walken's son in a nightclub, and he was creepy as fuck, just you, like you his did daddy. Not meet Christopher Walken. Yeah. Did you? Was it really? That that's a good one to say. I'm Christopher yeah. Walken's son. He was creepy that, as because you could be ugly and weird. He was ugly and weird. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he was just New York like, is my mom. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I we we told him like, you, like we don't believe you. Come on, don't don't nobody. But it wasn't him that said it. It was his friend. Yeah, because he was clout. Liars, he, 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 yeah. Because yeah. yeah, you don't clout. say that. You wouldn't say that. Really? Yeah, clout, clout. Well, this has been a, a really enlightening AltaCast for all of you <laughs> we went out the there uh, who've been listening today. We've been visited by Shake. We, uh, your host Pam Benjamin, my co-host. Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, uh, right here, hanging out. Uh, And we're going to, the volume, we're going to get out of here and listen to Shake's new show on Fridays from 10 to midnight called The Anti-Wax Show, 1492 Lies. That's part of it, man. I'll mac yourself, man. It's a metaphor for urban self-improvement. My lifestyle is called sophisticated hyphy, and how I deal with ain't shitness, which I call the system, is (laughs) anti-whack. You know I mean? <laughs> so it's a whole thing we got going. I don't on. know how the guys work without me when I'm not there. And we'll see you guys next week here on Bye. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> Asiento. 
Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Welcome, Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5, Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Benders is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Benders Bar and Grill. Back up, 
Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips, don't. <laughs> anything about it sorry <laughs> all so, on my limited view yes every tuesday from 12 to 2 uh oh you can if you can also find us on apple Podcasts. oh yeah and google play and stitcher itunes oh you already said T- that tune in radio uh stitcher you said that spotify oh my god there's just so many and overcast um, yes, you can also find us on social media, M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter, podcast, MOV podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your review. Yes. Bye. Bye. That, that kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever 